0: I don't care if you've been waiting to replace Ezra all night, smash that like button, welcome to Black of the Black Time Infinity. I'm your host, Cthulhu's Friday, coming to you live and direct from the Vista, Smoke Me Out fam, with the bank of the bank, on my left, the agenda in the world, old
1: ninja. Doctor Strange, in the multiverse of madness, shows you who's the strongest Avenger.
0: Mm. On my far right, engineering on the ones and twos, choke people out on the threes and fours. Kronos
2: in a land where hurt people hurt more people. Her-
0: Last her- but not least, her? we got your boy Blue.
3: There's somebody on this podcast that that uses their real name. Can't get who it is. God
0: <laughs> damn, and yo, but yo, yo, mic a little fucking weird again,
3: Blue. Yeah. I think I think my internet's all jacked up right now because
2: yeah, you're pixelated.
3: Yeah. Okay.
0: Holy shit! We back up in here, goddammit. it. Sorry for the delays, the technical stuff going on. Cronus, I don't know if you have stats, but
2: I have stats, but I can't go into the chat right now for some reason. It's just fucking weird. This is like a really strange day. Yeah, I thought that's thought that was just cool me. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, Patrick's the first well, in the says, chat.
2: It says upcoming, but this is like we're live now. So weird. I can't. Oh, you have up.
3: to. Refresh. Refresh I mean, or,
2: I mean I did. I'm refreshing the chat. So
3: And Papa Bear is in there. He says, Why don't short calls alerts?
2: Hey I mean, what? Hopefully he can hear us. So anyway, um listener of the week would be J Rad. Thank you very much for listening. We definitely appreciate it. Um I don't know who's in the live stream because um YouTube is tripping. Tripping oh, ball. Actually,
1: right? uh, it's actually Patrick. Patrick is first in the chat. There we go. Okay. And Papa Bear was a
3: quick second. Good shit. Good yeah. shit. Shout out to both of them. All messed up. What does Papa Bear mean? He says, why don't shorts cause alerts? Yeah, after that question in the chat, because that's, that's kind of like a random-ass question.
2: <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Either,
3: I maybe ask the question before we got back on here. Okay. Yeah, I hope he responds. Oh, and... I see. God, fucking YouTube, man. what they do? For some reason, there's like
2: two accounts for the same thing. For, mm-hmm. for this, and... It went to the other one. This is like a double fucked up podcast. Now not I can see everybody. There we go. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> damn, this is terrible. Sorry, y'all. Fucking
3: A man. Yeah. We're fucking beginners, amateurs. We've been doing this for 15, 11 years. I
2: mean, I figured it out in a couple minutes, but yeah, that was, that was terrible. Sorry, y'all.
0: We hear it. We're terrible. here for y'all anyway. Thank y'all for being patient. goddammit. it. All right, old Denji. You know what it is? You know you got something. Multi urban brown, you gotta pour out and for whom's to do,
1: Bruh, I keep telling you for the last like three weeks, it's not always fucking brown. So you know what? I'm gonna smack you across the face with some four loco. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna wait, pour wait, out some original
0: four loco or that
1: bullshit version? Wh- the whatever mm-hmm. they're selling in the store, watered the, down shit. The old school shit is like illegal. So if you get caught with that, you're probably gonna end up in jail. Just saying, so pouring out some four local smacking project across the face with that sour mix. We're Mm going to start with uh, George Perez, Mm -hmm. Uh, American comic book artist and writer who worked primarily as a penciler. Uh, He came to prominence in the 70s, penciling the Avengers for Marvel, and he returned to the franchise in the 90s. In the 80s, he penciled the new Teen Titans, which became one of DC's top selling series. He penciled DC's landmark limited series, Crashes on Infinite Earth, followed by the relaunch of Wonder Woman as both writer and penciler for the rebooted series. Uh, he worked on other comics by Marvel and DC and other companies in the 2010s. Uh, he was known for his detailed, realistic rendering and his facility with complex crowd scenes. Uh, he co created The White Tiger from Marvel Comics, which was the first Puerto Rican superhero in comics. Hmm. Uh, He also... Wait. uh, Yes, he also co-created Taskmaster in 1980. uh, When he got the opportunity to draw for the Justice League of America, he got the most recognition for his work on the Teen Titans. uh, Or, I'm sorry, the new Teen Titans. uh, A Teen Titans drug awareness comic book uh, sponsored by the Keebler Company and drawn by Perez. Was published in cooperation with the President's Drug Awareness Campaign in 1983. Um, side note: This is what it looks like. I have yes. a copy here. I have this kind of sealed. It's not in the best condition. It's in good condition. If you're listening to this audio, go to YouTube. Look at fucking what fucking episode is this? Three three thousand or whatever the fuck. It's like three hundred and fifty, something like that. Mm-hmm. You'll see it's a picture of this eleven. The new Teen Titans. What's up?
3: <laughs> I said. I said it's May 11th, so that's one hint. You can look at the know day two show, was. but
1: this picture this shows his artistry. This was a free comic back in the day, mm. so this is about drug awareness. I actually talked to Bunnyman about this. He says it wasn't worth a whole bunch. However, with the untimely passing of George Brett, this may go up in price, but we'll see. Going back to his his uh, four loco shot out. Um, in 1985 he worked on he marked with Marv Wolfman on Crisis on Infinite Earth*. In 87 the relaunch of Wonder Woman was all due to Perez who to, took over the title and penciling uh, he to do a different take on Wonder Woman one rooted in mythology and female power versus violence and hypersexuality which made the uh, comic a success back in 87 uh, he stayed with the title for 5 years And during that time, in 1991, he drew for Marvel with the Infinity Gauntlet miniseries. So all that drawing was on him. Uh, He has won numerous awards for his works in comics. And in December of 2021, he announced that he had been diagnosed with inoperable pancreatic cancer. And he would not pursue treatment. He succumbed to the disease at the age of 67 on May 6th. Yeah, R.I.P
0: super duper power in the, the world of uh, comics fan oh. serious serious actor
3: or serious I mean, he, artist
1: yeah i'm all actor i mean i think he's only acted in like a handful of product or projects i've actually seen this man and i didn't realize it, who he was but i'd seen him in numerous cons because he kept going to cons a lot of cons I, I mean he he was
0: you know i know y'all hate but he was on team titans go as himself who? and that was kind cool
2: What Mm -hmm. Teen (laughs) Titans Go? He was on there as
0: himself. What was what was great about that one is, um, he like, they he was interacting with all of the uh, the Teen Titans, and you know, doing all uh, showing all of the like old school
1: art for them back in the eighties and shit as well. It was really fun little clip. So that's when he was sick. So he's he's had numerous medical issues. He had like he had hemorrhaging in his eye which mm. made him go blind in one eye. And so they had to, like, kind of drain the blood, which gave him his sight back. But they didn't finish the procedure. But he still continued to work and tour and stuff. But then he had, like, cardiac issues. He's had, like, numerous health issues. So, And then the final blow was pancreatic cancer on top of, like, his other ailments, including yeah. diabetes and stuff
2: like That's a that, shitty so. way to go. Like, uh, I have pancreas issues, as everybody on the podcast knows. But, um, like, the pain you get from, like, Pancreas pain is like one of the fucking worst pains imaginable. Um, women have said it's that have had the same issue that I've had so that it's worse than childbirth. I'll believe them. I never gave birth to a child, but I can tell you that um, the pain that I've got my pain, for my pancreas has been like, it redefined my level of tannin and pain. So yeah, whenever somebody has like some sort of pancreas issue, it's like, man, that's like a, that's a shitty way to go. Cause it's like one of those organs that you cannot transplant. Mm-hmm. You know, like once your pancreas is fucked, like that's it, and you can't properly you can't properly digest food. You can't, you know, you it, it regulates your sugar, and that that's fucking gone. You know, when it's all fucked up, it's just it's fucked up, and it's it's extremely painful. So that sucks for that guy. But,
0: but you know what's wild though? They actually can just now do transplants on it.
2: Well, I heard they had like a it's a. Are you sure? Because I know that there's like a mm-hmm. thing where there's like a, a a weird machine that they can use. It's like an artificial pancreas. Yeah.
0: I, I know absolutely for sure because I've actually, like, in my real job, responsible for it.
2: Black market hmm. organ dealing, <laughs> your real job? Uh, traffic children. Ooh.
1: And then taking their pancreas and leaving them in a... Well, that's, yeah, man, him yeah, and Esther
3: doing that on the side. I thought he was in Hawaii with that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Estra, yeah. if, if they can do, you know, pancreas transplants, that's great. But, man, like, that shit sucks. So, yeah. You know all right next up on the list we have uh
1: kevin samuels Mm -mm. uh controversial american internet personality image consultant and lifestyle coach we lost lou okay keep going keep going we did uh yeah i'm reading so i didn't see blue disappear Uh, he rose to popularity in 2020 and was considered a polarizing figure based on his youtube instagram live streams discussing modern society and relationships In recent years, he has transitioned from personal stylist into a social media celebrity who built his following on the image of plain spoken, hyper masculine authority, usually wearing a finely tailored suit. Uh, He urged his followers to adhere to rigid gender roles and traditional values. He largely evaluated women for their appearance and youth, men for their assertiveness assertiveness and money. Uh, He was considered a misogynist. Misogynoir Misogynoir Noir Just new it's so basically misogynoir. it's a subset <laughs> yeah I uh, it's a subset of misogyny that focuses specifically on African-American women uh race and gender role value so there um to, to he so he was that to some and a truth teller to others whichever way you may see it he captured the attention of those in the streets and those in black Hollywood especially. In February of 2022, Samuels filmed a music video uh, in which he offered dating advice to the rapper Future for the single worst day. However, Future later claimed that he was unaware of Samuels' reputation in response to the criticism he received for Samuels' appearance in the video. He reportedly, Samuels reportedly passed away while on a date with an with an as of yet identified woman in Atlanta, during which he began to complain about chest pains before collapsing. He died at the hospital. He was 57. Mm-mm-mm. That's so, pretty There we go. Yeah, yeah I didn't think... He, actually, I thought he was old, way older. <laughs>
2: no, um, I'll be honest. Uh, I don't like to speak ill of the dead. However, the impact... This is that this, well, I yeah, fuck that guy, but... I mean, I know there's probably a lot of people that listen to this podcast that might have listened to Kevin Samuels and took some of his advice to heart and watched him tear down, you know, mainly black women on videos and laughed about it and made like a a spectacle to people, you know, over like his tearing down of black women and mainly black women. And I honestly, when I first started watching, I was like, yeah, it's kind of funny. But like me looking back on it now. Like, I don't think that what he did was positive, like, at all, especially when it comes to, like, black people in general. Like, the fact that he was, like, publicly tearing down these women for, you know, obvious, some of them, they had obvious issues. And, yeah, you can you can argue with me all you want that they had too high, too high of expectations and blah, 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 blah. But I can guarantee you that the vast majority of the watchers that are watching his videos of him tearing, tearing down black women were mostly white people. Okay? And don't get me wrong. There was, like, a lot of black people that, that watched it, too. But the way that he spoke to them and his, like, alpha male, you know, quote-unquote alpha male, like, appearance, stuff like that, to me became, like, kind of a joke. And I have a problem with, like, anybody that that has not been in a long-term relationship, like, Mm -hmm. at all, giving out relationship advice to people. Because, like, obviously, you don't know what the fuck you're looking for. Meanwhile, you're going to tear down all these women – about what they're like. Don't you know, get me wrong. Yeah, some of those women like they had like lofty goals, and like some of them were like really fucked up. But it's like the fact that they were gonna, you know, put it out there publicly to like just denigrate black women. To me, I, I over the you know the past couple of years, it's like man, that that's a real bad fucking look for us in general. So those are my thoughts on that. Well, uh-oh. Yeah, uh-oh. let
0: let me let me say just in terms of my stuff, and I respect where you're coming from, Cronus. I've listened to quite a deal, quite a bit of him. Um, and I think Corey or Old Ninja really set it up in terms of um, who, who the fuck. What yeah, my bad. My bad. Or Old Ninja set it up ahead? in terms of re- pretty much reading off of Wikipedia. But um, if you're going to call into a YouTube show seeking dating advice, then you're going to get that person's opinion. I mean, you knew what you were signing up for in terms of you calling in and asking him for his take. I don't necessarily feel bad if you're the one asking for advice. Like, if you're going to ask, then kind of be careful what you wish for. And you, you knew, if you had listened to him, what you may be in, in, uh, uh, in store for in a lot of ways. So, you know, he, he was very honest. And I, I guess the other thing that needs to be really said a lot of his advice was also towards men, really just black men
1: specifically, getting their shit together. He, okay. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I, don't Keep stop me if I'm
0: saying something that you disagree no, with. Go
1: ahead. No, 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 no. Uh, I'm, I'm going to take from both of y'all and try to put this together. So from Cronus' side, I completely get because uh, for those of you who may not have known, Samuels has been married twice. He's been divorced twice and he has a daughter. And at the time, he was like dating, so he wasn't in a he wasn't in a relationship. I think the most current um, podcast he was on, they he kind of hinted there might be two women he was trying to decide on, quote unquote. He didn't put it in that those words; those are my words. But he was basically between two women that he was dating at the time. Um, Along with what Cronus was saying, Vivica A. Fox chimed in and she said "Like he wasn't... Because he called himself kind of a healer, but if you listen to what he says, it's not a very, I guess, uplifting and um, reassuring tone that you would hear from other healers. He's basically just kind of barking at them. And I understand from uh, Project's point of view, you do call into this man, especially if you knew his reputation, to get barked at about Your relationship status And uh, The amount of men that he did coach Were far less Than the women that he talked about And uh, a lot of the celebrities had issues With his more recent statements About black women That were at the age of 35 He basically said That you were useless At that age Which a lot of people had an issue with He literally posted this shit on his Instagram If you're a single woman Hold on, at can thirty-five, I just, you're...
0: can I can I just say in terms of this, just again, not trying to completely bash, but also trying to be as accurate as I can because I listened to that one. The to paraphrase, it was from a dating perspective to him. This is not Prodigy's uh, perspective per se, but from him, for him, it was like, well, you're you have kids by someone else. And you're older and yet you want somebody making five hundred thousand dollars a year mm. and you have unrealistic expectations and that was his take. So, so but, at yes.
2: The, yes. That's, hmm. but at the Dad, same so yeah, go ahead go ahead. The same yeah, time this down. dude is in his you know, his mid to late fifties and he's is he picking up on somebody that's in the mid to late fifties? No. I'm pretty sure that whoever he was dating was probably in their thirties or twenties. True. So no idea. He's He's probably, he's speaking sort of out of the, you know, both sides of his, of, of his mouth, you know, when it comes to like dating advice, because you can't be out there talking about the sanctity of, you know, uh, relationships and, you know, long-term, and like all these things. Meanwhile, you, you're going to pontificate of, of dating two different women on the same podcast. It's like, bro, that, that's not how it works. Like, you don't, I don't, I never got the feeling that that dude really understood what it was like to, to really put in, I hate using the, t- the term, the work. But I, I guess that's the, term, the word I'm going to use. Putting in the work with somebody that goes through like some hard times, and like kind of getting through it, and then giving, you know, dating advice. He just he was just a guy that had fancy things that people looked up to because they had fancy things. Meanwhile, his personal life was not what he was putting out to be. Like, you know, if he was married for like, or at least in a relationship, because you know I don't really I'm not into the whole marriage thing. But if he was in a relationship for like you know 20 plus years, cool. I guess you would have some experience on what it's like to. To kind of get through these, get through those things, but he's twice divorced and still in dating at age of fifty-seven, mm. and he's out there trying I, to tell women like that what he's saying is fucking gospel. And men, and it's like what what you're saying is not entirely accurate, you know. And yeah, well, it, go ahead, man.
0: I was just gonna say a lot of times, and everybody's gonna have their own take on this, and that's totally fine. A lot of the advice for men was work on yourself in terms of gaining skills. Try to get a career. Uh, don't, don't be lazy. A lot of
3: that
1: for women. So,
0: well, I'm
1: gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna put your Wait, what due, go? about right now? Kevin. Right, I,
3: I just jump yeah. back into the chat. All right. go yeah, ahead. That's
1: all good. It's happened to me plenty of times. Uh, this is his direct quote about the th- age of 35 thing. He says, and I quote: huh? If you have made it to 35 and you are unmarried, you are a leftover woman. End quote. He. Continues on saying, quote, you are what is left. Men know that there is something likely wrong with you, whether you want to hear it or not. I'm going to I'm going there with you. I'm telling you the truth that you don't want to hear, end quote. Again. And then he continues to go on on Instagram to say successful men cheat. Either you deal with it or not, end quote. That's not, I would not put that out there as a positive thing to be like, oh, expect your successful man to cheat on you. And you need to basically deal with it. Like you need to accept the fact that your very successful husband or boyfriend is going to cheat on you. I and would you say, need to be prepared. I'm like, dude, what, what kind of shit is that? I would say this,
0: though. I would say this, though. And I'm not defending all of that quote or anything like that. There are a lot of people who do cheat. Uh, we Unfortunately, we know that. And when you talk about you thinking that just because someone is successful, they're not going to, I think that's really foolish.
1: I mean, sure. But I mean, to <laughs> to tell women that are not in those relationships and the ones that are seeking something on that caliber to tell them they're going to cheat on you at some point in time. I think that's a very negative And um, I think you need to be prepared. I, I think and you need- potentially misguided. Advice.
0: I think you need Not, to be eyes wide open that a lot of people, unfortunately, I don't promote it at all, but unfortunately, have been cheated on and unfortunately dip out on their relationships, which is I, what it is. I mean, I
1: mean that's what they know about, like NBA athletes, football players. We all know eventually they end up stranded, especially high-profile ones. We know this, but I mean, that, that's what's weird what to me. Saying. What's weird to me is that I just watched like a, a, a snippet of him being on another podcast And he's saying like totally not different, but like he's much more reserved He's not barking at the I mean, he's a he's a guest on the show mm-hmm. But he brings up he talks about the working man The men who work nine to five and the women that don't want them because apparently they're either not making enough or they're Not going to make enough and he's just like Well these men are that are working Nine to five they're hard workers you can't Count them out so I'm like okay that that's Reasonable I think that's Reasonable and he said similar stuff like that He basically talked about blue collar basically Blue collar workers and how They are undervalued by these women that Expect them to bust their ass nine to five, and yet Make like six, seven-figure salaries and spend all their money on them type stuff. So that stuff, I kind of agree with. I mean, yet he's but,
2: saying expect them to cheat on you. Fuck that. Yes, I mean, exactly. On,
1: that's another. That's so, that's the other caveat because he keep he kind of flip flops a bit. So you
0: you don't think a whole lot. I mean, you just said it though. Didn't you, that a lot of people with incredible wealth, unfortunately,
1: can be unfaithful too. I didn't say that. He said that. There's well, not. There's not a situation where you have a successful you, person. You didn't that's say not the football. To... You didn't say the football thing just now. I, didn't I, hear... I said that. I said high-profile football players. Not every okay. football player. <laughs> think <teach.
3: laughs> okay. you got it with those with celebrities and stuff like that. You kind of gotta. I mean, when you're getting pussy donuts, you fucking like every goddamn day. Like it's especially, hard, probably not to. Like
1: especially if it hasn't been happening to you
3: in high school or yeah, college. Exactly. If all of a sudden, you're like you you were fucking an ugly duckling, and all of a sudden you're fucking uh the number one draft pick. That's not what's gonna be thrown at you on a fucking regular. That's not an excuse and it, though, for man. you. I know it's that's not an excuse, but true. like everybody's got a breaking point. I mean, the, the human body is, is weak. <laughs> yeah. No, well, I, it's, I, that's just the body. It's I, the I fuck mind no. Your hold on,
2: real quick. All right, I disagree wholeheartedly because people want to talk about the, the you know masculinity, and if you want to talk about masculinity, it comes to like real shit like this. Like, what masculinity to me is like really providing for people and your family. And it comes to like you know avoiding temptation. Yeah. Like if, yeah. if if you are somebody that can't fucking, you know, ignore pussy getting thrown in your direction, then I, I, I'll have to put it in this way: like, how much of a man are you really? Like for yeah. real. Like if if you can't literally like put aside some fucking some side check for your goddamn family and a woman that you say that you love, then how much how much of a man are you? Like to be honest.
3: Yeah, so I, I can't stand when these motherfuckers
2: talk like this and they're they look people look up to people like this like oh yeah that's the way it's supposed to be just it's okay to cheat it's okay to cheat you know because that's what people do when they have money i've got money i can cheat or maybe if i don't have money people that have money cheat so i'm gonna fucking cheat too fuck that shit like we're lowering we're just lowering the bar on shitty behavior behaviors in a relationship i don't know why this is acceptable today but to me it's not like it's fucking bullshit but it's yeah, it's, I, I it's agree. nothing, but it's hold on, it's
0: nothing new, like this isn't a today thing. That it, the,
1: just it, no, because honestly, it's not no, new, honestly, doesn't mean we can't break the cycle. It, it's, it's, uh, that's fine. Hold on, hold on, just real quick.
0: It's nothing new that people who, and we're talking, this is mostly about men who were really very successful. Unfortunately, not I'm not saying this is some positive attribute, but unfortunately. A lot, not all, tend to do some heinous shit when it comes to relationships
2: and, and cheating. Well then put I, it on, I don't think that that's controversial. Then put it on that level. But he's when he's saying it, it's like uplifting it. Just expect it. Expect for some dude to cheat on oh, you. Yeah. And for me that is like mm-hmm. elevating it to like just accept it. It should mm-hmm. not be acceptable for somebody to cheat on you and you just still sit there in a relationship like, Oh, well, you know, this guy said it. it's normal. Somebody cheat on me, I'm just gonna stick with it. But it's like, yeah, come on, man. Well, so I mean, for I, real. Didn't, I didn't. I didn't hear the whole stick with it. I heard that it's common. No, did, 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 his, hold on. Let me. Quote, me I'm just going to ask you a expected. question. Did hold he on. ever say break up with us, leave that person? that not I him? heard.
0: I, I hold on. Hold on. Let me answer. I did hear that stuff.
2: I didn't hear any of that. Hold yeah, on. I. I mean,
0: I, I. again, I've done a fair share of listening, not just the clips, but the whole episodes. Yes, there were times when. Um, when there was a clear explanation of, hey, there's a lot of people making a whole lot of money that are ain't shit people. And if you are saying that you will only, and I want to be clear on this, you as a woman will only date somebody making half a million dollars plus a year. And that's your criteria. Like they have to make that. Please know that in that category, there are quite a few people men that do cheat and you know do what you want with that information but I don't think that that's anything new
2: I well, no, so, it's not that it's it's not that it's not new it's the fact that he's setting them up to be like it's normal mm-hmm. that's not I mean it shouldn't be normal like that should not be, not that only should that. not be something that you should expect should that should be a red flag and you should mm-hmm. not Go for some. You should not pursue somebody like that. I On the think, flip side, he tells in, men
1: I... to run w- about hmm? what you're talking about. I didn't get that. On the flip well, side, he tells men to avoid women that are. He tells them to run for women that are like searching for that 500k plus income, and you know she comes in with a couple of kids, and and he literally oh, yeah. told he literally what told this chick. That she had like baggage, pussy or whatever. Like he told her she came with huge okay, pussy. Are we gonna be honest though on here?
0: Or are we gonna we gonna lie? Why would we lie? It's true.
2: What he are you said gonna be it. about Do you,
0: is your first option going to be someone who's a single mother with four or five kids? Mine is. I've that I've
3: been down that road. I've been down that road. Mine. No. Mine
0: is not. Let, let me be really clear right now. Just speaking for me, Prodigy.
3: Mine is not. And
0: it and it was not even when I was younger. It's not. Wouldn't be. I was not in a relationship with Mishka, it would not be that. So I don't you can speak y'all can speak for yourselves, but that well, would not me, be one I of my can, first,
2: second, or third option. Well, no, honestly, I mean, go ahead, man.
3: From my point from my perspective, I did date somebody with kids and I gave it a try because I was like, you know, she's a great person. At the beginning I thought she was a great person. <laughs> but uh it's just there's a lot of stress that comes with dating somebody with kids, and it's not it's not the kids, even it's like the, the father of the kids and like, you know, all this, all the different shit. And like, you try to be a good, positive person. You're just realizing like, you know, this kid could just be like, fuck you, you're not my dad. <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah. like that's a scenario that can happen. But I mean, if I would say don't like give it a try, like try to date somebody with kids. You might find like, this might be the right person for you. But like, you know, it just go in there knowing that it's, it's not an easy thing. So
2: what I mean, what part did you just said? I mean, honestly, just just flip it around. Like, I have kids, and I've dated after you know, um, I got divorced, and you know, it was fine. So I'm in a great relationship now, like way better than I had before. But if it was the same expectation of, you know, a woman, like, would you date a man that had a kid, and was divorced? Like, what was their expectation? You know what I mean? So why why yeah, isn't yeah. it thought why isn't it thought about it that way? Like I, honestly, I don't really give a shit. If a woman had, you know, kids before, like, you know, it, it, it I'll take it on a case by case basis. I'm not going to immediately just like, you know, discount her of, oh, well, she has kids and, you know, had a prior relationship. Like, I really don't care because that's that, you, as you get older, you know, people are going to have kids and they're, they're going to have, you know, different sorts of 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 livelihoods. And you have to take Dang it on a case by case basis. <laughs> Honestly, I think that if people are just like, oh, well, she's got kids, then fuck her, you know. I think that's incredibly dismissive to our, to a lot of people because people make mistakes. And even if it's not, even if it wasn't even a fucking mistake, even if it was on purpose and they were in love, shit fucking falls apart and you don't know. But even what you just said, man, like, honestly, I I don't really appreciate that because you're like, is that your first or second choice? Like, I mean that to me personally, I don't think I hate when I say me personally, because obviously it's fucking me personally. (laughs) Anyway, that never comes in my mind when I'm like looking at, and, and don't get me wrong. When it comes to, like, actually dating people, I'll probably have, like, the least amount of partners of fucking probably anybody on this podcast, probably including Old Ninja. Probably. I'm a slut. Just saying. I mean, I'm, I'm several centuries old. So I'm just <laughs> there you go. But at the same time, it's like, you, I'm, you not, I'm not putting up. <laughs> not like these, anymore. I'm not trying to, like, raise these things of, like, you know, just because you have a kid, I'm going to discount you. Or, you know, you had an ex, you know, that you were married to, I'm going to discount you. Like I, I want to know like the person as a person and like see how they are and then go from there. Like other piece of shit, then maybe they'd be a piece of shit. But I'm not gonna know until like I give them sort of like a chance and like get to know them. So,
0: I I will say that's this. Being real. Yeah, no, no. I, yeah. I get you. every everybody's got to answer things individually for them. The more children and babies, father you, you have. Again, this is me. If I was single right now the less likely I'm going to want to pursue a relationship with you there's just a lot that goes on with it I've seen enough done enough I would not want that as a first, second, third option for me I would tell my adult kids or sons or nephews the exact same thing not a never do I didn't say that I said not it should i would recommend it not being your first second or third option especially wait, wait. especially given the multiple kids with multiple dads and baby fathers in the picture wait, so wait, that's the what question you
2: what's your
3: what, what's your what What's what's option 1 2 and 3 okay you got a woman who's single with no kids is two like a woman that's like paralyzed like <laughs> <laughs> stumpy? I
1: mean, mean, like a midget.
3: Yeah, I mean, (laughs) there's
0: there's plenty of people on the planet. I get it. I get it. I get it. But I'm just saying that would not that would not be something I would very much look forward to getting into.
1: It is fine. I get that. I get that. But from from your point of view, that's you. But the problem with Samuels is he kind of lumps that in with all these women, because most of the, if you look at most of his interviews, with no, these
2: fine. women, they're young it was women. only the
1: it was when they called and they said they had, for the most part,
0: hold on, just, let me just say this real quick. If you call in and say, oh, I have two kids and two dads, then the conversation is going to go there.
1: But go ahead. Well, yeah. But if you look at his, pre- have, I mean, you've seen multiple of his, uh, I guess, ins- his podcast or whatever he does. He has an Instagram and YouTube channel. On his YouTube Mm -hmm. channel there's a bunch of stuff on there I've seen a handful of them And some of them Usually are women with multiple kids I saw one where the woman had three kids I saw the one where the woman had two kids And he says pretty much the same thing to them About how they're basically He does ask them what do they bring to the table That's always his question to them And he always is like And what are you looking for in a man What are you looking for in a man But what are you going to do for that man and he always points out that they're used goods. Almost every time, he may not say that those words verbatim, but he points that out every time. Yeah. On the guys, it's it's different. The guys, he asks them, "How much do they make?
2: Yep.
1: Like, what what do you do? Yeah, How much do you shirt. make?" He and he'll ask them, yeah. "Do you have a big dick? If you don't make a lot of money, do at least have a big <laughs> dick." He asks them, "Do that." He literally and the dude the dude starts laughing and he and Samuels kind of gets like perturbed. He's like, dude, you can't answer the question. Do you have a big dick or not? If you're not gonna answer me, you ain't got one. And I was just like, What the fuck? He tore this dude apart. Wait, who, who who are you talking about again?
2: I'm
3: lost. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't oh. know this was a fucking fucking podcast. Blurred talking about nerdy shit, Not... <laughs> We're talking it's about someone,
1: Dana, someone who recently departed, and and Prodigy I, puts them at number two no, underneath Future.
0: I don't, I, I'm not putting it on any pedestal. I think, I think that what what you described in the very <laughs> beginning, Old Ninja, was pretty middle of the road. I didn't have any disagreements with what you said. I don't have any disagreements with even what Cronus said, saying from his perspective on it. All I'm saying is, you know, he's gone. It is what it is. But I think that some things had some merit and value. Uh, and some things may, may may or may not but you they certainly called in and asked for him.
1: That's true and I will I will say that some things that he did say did have merit and had actual value. Some of the other shit was just diary of the mouth I
2: don't know like a lot of the, honestly like a lot of the women that called in they were they're really young and yeah. it was just like it'd be like asking like a, I don't want to put it I don't want to disparage these women so I don't, don't want to <laughs> give a, a really bad example. But it's like, yeah, I mean, if you're young, of course you would want the person that you're going to date, you know, whatever, to make a bunch of money. Like, if you'd asked me in my fucking 20s, even now, fuck, would I want a sugar mama? Yes. (laughs) You know, like, duh. Like, uh, yeah. (laughs) If if K-Mac, you know, made a fucking million dollars a year, I'd stop fucking working. You know? (laughs) No shit. But at the same time, like, that's not really what I'm looking for. But, Mm -hmm. you know, but this is me as an older person. But Mm -hmm. I think that he was really selective on, like, who he had on. To talk to and there are mo- mainly younger sort of naive women not that all women are naive but when you're in your fucking 20s and shit i mean you don't know what the fuck is going on neither do men at the same age they don't know what the fuck is going on correct either. you know what i mean oh, that's like, true if you ask them what they're looking for i here i can make you just a bet if you ask women what they're looking for in their in their 20s they're going to say a man that makes a good amount of money that provides for them you know so maybe they can not work if anything at least they're going to make good money you ask a man the same question She's going to only talk about their fucking physical features. abs and titties. And these are two sides of the same fucking coin that are... They're both pretty fucked up when you really think about it. Because there are things that, you know... You're looking at things that are physical but not, you know... Actually, things of are or You know, substantive, substantive... substantive Substance? Yeah, and then... Sub-zero? If you look at... are speaking my language. <laughs> I mean, if you go to on the other side... You're looking at, you know, only things they can provide monetarily, but nothing on like on any of the other planes of existence. Like how can they provide for you and your mental health, you know, your mental health? Can they help you, you know, do what you're into? You know, are, are they not going to be a piece of shit? You know, there's things like that, that neither one of those oh, yeah. people in that same age group that they're talking about at all. They're not looking at the actual person or what they bring to the table besides physical or monetary but there's, as you get older, you understand this motherfucker knows that, or he did know that. I'm sorry. I don't want to call him a motherfucker because he's fucking dead. But he knows that wow. at the age of 57, that there's a thing in between there that needs to be highlighted. And that's what he didn't yeah. do. That's what, that's what I would have liked for him to do was highlight things that are not physical or monetary that you should probably focus on, especially as a young person, because those are, those are things that actually matter. Will this person, you know, see you having a bad day? And try to console you, you know. If your kids are fucking up, or are, are they? How are they going to handle your kids? Are they going to scream and yell at them, or are they try to empathize with them? You know, if you're if you're out of fucking gas, are they going to fucking get gas for you? It's little shit like that that goes a long goddamn way in a relationship that he never talked about on either side, and that's a huge deal. But you know, it's more sensational to talk about. Oh, you got a big dick. Oh, do you make money? Oh, you don't mm-hmm. make money. Oh, why you want somebody that makes half a million dollars? See, you wait, see wait. the problem that I have with this dude because he didn't talk yeah. about things that actually made people's lives better. It's just sensationalized bullshit, and I don't like the fact that he mainly disparaged black women. You know, it just it was just a bad look for me, man. So there I get go. it. That's my rant. Right. Um,
0: I, I get I get exactly where you're you're, you're coming from. I mean, they, those are the ones who called in. The only thing I will say though I know is they
2: called
0: in. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm i I'm, I'm just saying in terms of the selection, and whatnot. It, it was black women calling in, but um, there was one thing though I will say. Man, I know we were belaboring this. Um, he did stress a whole lot of Are you going to bring peace to that household? You as a as the woman in that relationship in terms of being his peace and calm i do i did get that from a not that i'm trying to put a rose-colored glasses on it but in terms of can that can you be a sense of calm to that man in terms of being uh peaceful not antagonizing not starting arguments not throwing grits at the motherfucker (laughs) can you have a peaceful relationship that's not enough but that's a start
3: it's kind of oh, a two way street he, though. Like when it comes
0: to yeah, like I was gonna say in he a does, relationship, he does
1: that too for men.
3: Yeah. It's, well, I'm just saying, like, yeah, like, yeah, you, like, what? You when you come home and you can be stressed out as, as, you can be crazy stressed out, and having your partner there to talk to and kind of basically almost be your fucking like a fucking counselor, or a therapist, just to listen to you. But like, like when the sweetheart come home and like she can be stressed about things, but I'm I'm there to listen to her rant and rave about her job. And yeah, I'm just saying it's, it's a, it's a two way street. Like, it's, everybody's got to, th- your home's got to be peaceful. So, anybody that comes in the house needs to be peaceful. But if I came home and she gets mad at me because I left the toilet seat up for like the 14th time, like, okay, this is, <laughs> I, I don't need this right now. I don't need this right now. I already got my boss on my ass. My fucking, I got my tire blew out and the dog needs a fucking liver transplant or some shit. Like, yeah, man, you, you just kind of got to read the room. Like, you can't. Like I don't know, it's it, it. There's a lot of work to be married, buried and be in a relationship, and it's not. Like money's important, but there's a whole lot more that needs to be taken into account. And like young, young blue, I did not know about this. I was like, I I want a hot chick, but then I thought I date I date a hot chick, and I was like, okay, this chick is crazy. I need somebody that's <laughs> that's intelligent, oh. medical intelligent. She was like, you don't make enough money. I'm like, fuck, man, <laughs> like. Mm. <laughs> Damage, you damage. Like I remember, I I I was talking to this one girl, and we were talking back and forth. She was pretty cool and all this stuff, and she literally, in the middle of a conversation, was like, "Hey, look, I need somebody who can pay my bills, like pay for rent, this and that, and this and that. Like this isn't working out, so I'm I'm going I'm going to stop talking to you." Like those were basically her words. Like she stopped talking because I didn't make enough money to pay her way. Yeah. Like, thank you. Like you, that you really helped me dodge a fucking bullet because I am not that one. (laughs) Yeah, I mean that's
2: with uh, I keep calling her K Mac, but she goes by K now for reasons that I will go over. At some other point in time. But anyway, me and I still think K Mac is cooler though.
1: Uh, no. Uh, not not I right now. Not right now. Not yeah. now. I don't know the I don't know the exact reason why.
3: So. You do know the why. You know the reason yeah, why. Let, let, let it go. Let it yeah, go. I'm gonna let it go. I'm just like <laughs> I'll
1: tell you if you want, but not on the podcast. No, 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 no. No, yeah. but we're we're almost <laughs> to the end of uh, Love Line to Black edition. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Wait, this guy was black?
1: Yeah, yes. yeah, of course. Hey, I don't no, know I don't no. know who
3: the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> you
1: know, you no. if you saw a picture of him, you'd be like, Oh yeah, that guy.
0: No,
3: Wait, what's no. his name? Look at him real quick. Kevin, Kevin Samuels.
1: Samuels. Not, uh, not, not only was Samuels, he black
0: sorry. not only was he black, though I will say this. The focus point was in a lot of ways black relationships with black men and black women.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: I mean that that was that was the core audience. I that was that's at Atlanta, whatever. But um just to make sure that's exactly uh, pointed
3: out or whatever. So, anyway, no fucking clue who this guy is. I'm looking at him. I don't know. I've never seen this guy in my whole entire fucking life. Yeah, you know. I mean, yeah. he looks like a, a uppity mofo. God damn, you called him uppity. <laughs> oh man, I, I was gonna. I almost said the n word too. Though. I was like, yeah, he looks like a. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. All right. So when, uh, at first, when you guys were when I jumped back onto the podcast, I thought you guys were talking about... Uh, oh, God, what's that guy's fucking name? George Perez? No, there's no. a white guy who used to do radio, and he used to give, like, man advice. And um, one advice I'm he had good. gave saying that um you should put hot sauce into your condom that you'd get done having sex. And that way to know. keep the girl, like, using your condom to impregnate themselves. And then, like, there was a whole situation that Drake happened. And I was like, holy shit! Tom Lycan. Le- that was his name, Tom Lycan. Oh shit! And uh, I remember him? Exactly. Yeah, like, I, I don't know. That was like the one thing I took away from that whole entire like. I listened to this podcast. Is there was a time where we had a we had like a radio station called like, like channel or something like that. It was all just live chat, talk, and stuff like that. And he was on there, and um, yeah, he, he talked about that. And I was like, the one thing that stuck with me for, like I mean, the longest fucking time.
2: Honestly, this is. I'll I'll give some relationship advice out for you, all right? I've been together with the same person for almost 12 years now, you know? We've been together for a long time. We're not married. We don't plan on getting married. Stay out of my fucking business. We ain't doing it, <laughs> all right? Anyway, um, when it comes to, like, goddamn, I lost a fucking train of thought.
3: Dating hey, relationships. Yeah, when it comes to, like,
2: oh, yeah, when it comes to, like, if you ever in your, if you're fucking somebody, Having sex with them or whatever, and you're a guy with a penis, and, or a person with a penis, and another person who has <laughs> a vagina. All right. Mm. I'll keep it real ambiguous for everybody. <laughs> if you, can get them, if you can get them pregnant. All right. Mm. Um, and you're at a point to where you're questioning um, if you were in a condom, if they're going to, you know, possibly like take the cum out of the condom and then put it in their body. Then uh, if you even think about that, then you fucked up a long time ago. Honestly, mm-hmm. you did. You, yeah, honestly, you both did. Mm-hmm. Both of you fucked up that you can't be truthful enough with each other to really tell each other what you actually want and to know like who the person is. And I think that's one of the the bad things about, you know, our current society is I think people are kind of, I'm not, I'm not prudish, you know, you fuck whoever you want to fuck, but then also understand that there's like consequences to fucking. All right. And yeah. if you're on the same page, when it comes to having sex, when another person can get pregnant or you can get pregnant, um, and, and you're thinking like, hey, this this person might be shady. If you think the person might be shady and it might get you pregnant, are you going to get them pregnant? Then why the fuck are you in that relationship? Like, seriously. Like, if you, if you think that you can get pregnant or you can get somebody else pregnant and you don't want that, then think about the actual consequences of that. Because it, it comes down to, like, literally hundreds of thousands of dollars, you know? No matter how much you get paid, you know? It can come down yep. to hundreds of thousands of dollars. So... I would just say, listen to that voice in the, in the back of your head, not your dick or your fucking pussy or whatever, and just think about long-term consequences to having sex. And if you think, Ooh. oh, I got to put, you know, goddamn sauce in the condom after I fuck somebody, like, stop fucking them, first of all. Go the fuck home and then re-eval- reevaluate your fucking life. That's my <laughs> advice to, to anybody with a dick. So, can, oh, if if it's I, your home, you ask the, you
1: basically kick that other
3: person out yeah, and tell don't, them to come
2: back. Okay, hold Or on. don't come back. Don't let that motherfucker
0: know where you live. <laughs> number one. <laughs> number two, damn. fuck them in a motel, and fuck them in the ass and in the mouth, maybe. And then just uh, leave them alone. Uh, ATM. ATM. Well,
3: I mean, the, the number one, the, the, the thing you should be doing if you're having sex with a condom is uh, buy some spermicide. Like, you know, instead of using hot sauce, you use spermicide. That, that kills all the fucking oh. sperm inside the condom. So, like they they squeeze it in there there's no live well there's DNA con- gets in there there's condoms with spermicide condoms. With that yeah but they're using yeah they they use terrible
2: is. condoms though but you know whatever yeah <laughs> they use the ones that are actually thick yeah you know, i like them she, lambskin.
3: i fucking
2: is terrible
3: i guess i just flush shit down the toilet but then again at this yeah people who work her sewer system be like no motherfucker don't do that shit
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, our,
3: our <laughs> shitty ass infrastructure toilet system can't hunt the little fucking jibs on the kind of <laughs> I mean you don't you don't wanna throw the condom like all wet and nasty
0: on like trying to get it into the fucking wastebasket and shit. Like it almost never goes. You're not gonna be saying Kobe and throw it in there well. Really well. You can't <laughs> you.
2: because you don't fucking no. nut. You don't even know.
1: Oh. <laughs> ah, there we go. We're setting it up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say it. it was going to be me or him. I knew it was coming. What well, I was going <laughs> to say tonight. Yeah, it was coming one way or another. I, you was, gonna, I was actually going to talk about, like, one of the solutions to this would honestly be um, more, uh... Jesus Christ, that joke was funny, <laughs> I'm still laughing about it, um, would be uh, additional uh, no, birth control it. for men. Because we have Hell like, yeah. birth control out there for women. Um, women can complain about it. I I get you. Like. There needs to be more for men. Um, men, birth control that we have right now is just the fucking snip. That's all we got right now is just, you know... For now. Vasectomy, for now. Yeah. There's one coming out that I'm still waiting for, which is a vasodil, yeah. which is, like, basically a thing they can yeah. just shoot in your e. deference that just fucking kills the sperm on the way out. Um, that's what I'm mm-hmm. waiting for. But it's still not here, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, women's got, like, fucking... They've got a lot. Like, can we yeah. st- can we get some of these options for men? But... Yeah, you can't.
1: We can't do chemical yep, castration a... because you lose the desire for sex, especially if you're trying to. You like so you know this? Yeah, because Ca- oh, no. castration is a bad thing. Right? Yeah, you so know? Just, Chem- you know, chemical castration. Castration I mean, period. Fuck
2: that! No, it's, yeah, it, just, well, this, this is chemical, you natural. You get chemically castrated, and then you take a bunch of Viagra. Just to fuck it on the drip, oh, oh, you get an oh, IV of dang. Viagra. The blue I feel like drip. that's death. I <laughs> feel
1: like that is death right there. You,
2: your body <laughs> wouldn't know what to do. You would just right. explode. No, actually, no. You got to get the fucking the Rhino pills from the the Rhino dick pills. <laughs> from, station Dick pills. Yeah, from the that's, that's a heart attack. That's, the way to go. that's a heart attack. That should right. make your that's, heart. That's race That's a hard attack right there.
3: Yes.
0: <laughs>
2: yes.
3: <laughs> That's that's, that's at, you, you go into the, the every, hospital with a fucking eight hour erection. <laughs> yeah, and here's, the,
0: here's the other thing, too. Like, they, they do warn you about that shit. The ratio wise, you use that shit too much, like one out of every 64 times or so. <laughs> it's gonna last longer than you would like it to last. Let's just say that. Hopefully, not for us. You just go to an orgy, you
2: got, you got, got more fun? work to do, you got more filming to do. I'm just yeah. mad. Mm-hmm. you can make money off that. it. That's,
1: that's a money so opportunity. Or you pull it. Right Pull a Kevin Samuels and just have them lined up, I guess. No, oh. you,
3: you go to a Smear party and you just fucking throw in a they and say King go, is yeah. here. King and you'll Garland.
1: be talked about for months. they you'll be invited to all the top parties. Oh God, did you this say the hard. top parties? Maybe. Whoa. God all right. damn. I'm just fucking saying.
3: Pineapples, pineapples, and Queen of Spades fucking right. mountain. Oh, road, yeah. They'll be all wall.
1: over there. <laughs> I mean, Prodi acting like he knows how to nut bust or something. You ain't God got no nuts.
2: <laughs> no I'm just
1: nuts. seedless. I'm just seedless. That's all. You know, the nut still dribbles
0: out. It's like, a, he's
2: like uh, a, green, a green grape, you know?
1: <laughs> <laughs> a seedless watermelon. Uh, uh,
2: oh, <laughs> oh are, are all green grapes seedless? Or is it just no, some of them? it's not. No, just some oh, yeah. of them because right. they, they have to be bred that way. Saying, it's all about the fucking the Costco grapes. So they're like fucking super. They're like they're basically the Mandingo of grapes. Mm-hmm. I don't know where the fuck to get them from. Oh, yeah, but they're big as fuck. Dude, have you tried the I ones,
0: ones that, like cotton candy? Yeah, yes. man. And blue bought them for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah
1: I bought them for the podcast, man. Yeah, blue bought them for the podcast I'm <laughs> like, why does this taste like candy? Like, what the fuck? <laughs>
3: I'm, I'm all did fucking hell and bread.
1: It, sorry, dude. Did you just fucking roofie us and bu- <laughs>
3: bust? Yeah, are we just tripping? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: it's all bad.
3: Damn, night night, motherfuckers.
0: We brought the dankness to an R- I guess an R.I.P.
3: Yeah, R- we R- did. I mean, I mean he 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 I'm the, yeah. the Longest, started. longest rant on a fucking R.I.P. Since fucking I, I don't,
1: don't even know. That who. was not a. That was not a rant. That was a definitely. That was love line to Black Edition.
3: Mm-hmm. Right after
1: that, kicked that um, off. Right I feel like we about this
3: guy before.
2: Sister tapped out. Oh. Um, yeah, she did. She yeah, said she couldn't sorry. take it no more. Talk <laughs> about too many dicks. Sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> she had a dick quota. She been done with uh, dick quotas. So <laughs> yeah, she's like, "You can talk about too many." No, I gotta go. Click yeah. <laughs>
0: tapping out. They added again. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> was that your last one, old? <laughs>
1: Holy Yeah, that was. That really was. If it was, I would have cut in if there was one more. But too. I I made sure to save him for last because I already knew it was going to explode yeah. into a discussion. Oh, yeah, I, I felt, saw that. And, I felt some sort of way about it. Sorry. Yeah. No,
0: hold on. It was a great discussion. Did. We all did. Great.
1: He's 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 basically like the grandfather of future or whatever. It's like when when uh, <laughs> they find Blue Marvel in Marvel comics. Like he's
2: always been there. It's just like people forgot about him. Type shit. Well, I mean, I, I mm-hmm. honestly, you know, this this is the sad part. It's like I, I used to listen. I used to listen to the guy. And I was like, some of what this guy said made sense. When I was a little bit younger, then I was like, this is not bringing happiness to, to couples. Like, what he's talking about is not bringing happiness to couples. And that that's no. that's when I was like, all right, I'm going to tap out. It was just like, yeah. you know I mean, I'm going to pivot a little bit. Because we're gonna, I want to talk about something that's happier and also make a really good joke, hopefully. um, mm-hmm. It's just like when I, I used to listen to Joe Rogan a lot. And I still, mm-hmm. like, some of his podcasts are still pretty good. um, But then there's podcasts that he has that are just, to, for me, they're fucking terrible. Terrible. Um, but at the same time, like so recently, um, this is what we're gonna get into the Batman Unburied, the, the Batman Unburied podcast um, dethroned the Joe Rogan Experience um, on Spotify for being the number one podcast. And I so, downloaded
3: Spotify to listen to this. So
2: did I. I was like, I'm not even into Spotify. <laughs> I fucking downloaded it. Thank God I did, or thank goodness I did. Whatever. We'll get into <laughs> that in a minute, but. Some of his fans were just like, oh, you know, it's, you know, Sp- it's Spotify doing this, blah, 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 blah. I bet they're, like, skewing the numbers, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, first of all, how dare you even considering thinking <laughs> that Joe Rogan is more popular than fucking Batman? Mm-hmm. Like, what is wrong with you? Like, for real? Mm-hmm. I mean, no disrespect for Joe Rogan. Like, he's, he's popular. He's You know, he, he's pretty funny. Um, he does a lot of stuff. But he's not fucking Batman. No, he. I ain't. mean, come on, man. Like, and and even his podcast, it is not as well produced as this fucking podcast. All right, it's just it's him with it's basically like our podcast but better, obviously, because he's Joe Rogan, he's the number one podcaster, um, except for the last couple of weeks. Anyway, <laughs> but basically he does what, he has he has intro music, he has outro music, in the middle it's just fucking conversation. There's no real pro, there's no high production value with his podcast. It's just it all runs on the conversation that he's having with whatever guest that he's having. That's why it could be good or bad. Batman. Unburied is a fully produced. It's not, even, it's barely even a fucking podcast. It's basically a goddamn audiobook. All right. Yeah. <laughs> fully produced with sound effects, fucking um, music, background vocals, A-list, all kinds A-list of shit. A-list celebrities. Yeah. It's like, how could you possibly, it, it'd be like comparing an IMAX movie to a fucking silent film. like what are you even talking about like so can we get into like how awesome Batman and Barry is have have the rest of you listened to this I don't know if I'm looking at his looking at his light right now Yeah, look look at
3: me I'm looking at I'm looking at his boob right now. Yeah, that's, a, that's definitely a boob light.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know if anybody was gonna know what I was talking about. The boob light. Uh, I I <laughs> do. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's very luminous. I got rid of all the boob lights in the house and replaced them. So yeah,
3: I, <laughs> I was gonna say I was like, don't you have some boob lights? No, yeah. No, so no. I've I've listened to it, and as a Batman fan, holy shit, this is great. <laughs> it's really fucking good. And I I know Kronos, You mentioned it that it's it's up there with Sandman. So yes. if you didn't know, Sandman is a it's an audiobook, but it's like uh it's like listening to a goddamn IMAX movie. It's so fucking good. And like the the actors and actresses they have on that, it's like top fucking notch. There's even a sequel, which is amazing too. Like it's I did I still need to finish it, but like, yeah, this this Batman, Unburied, it kinda came out of nowhere. Like, I didn't even know this was coming out. Like, it basically was rumor mail from when I heard about it, and uh Kronos downloaded it, was listening to it, and I was like, Hey, this is hella good. I'm like, all right, let me go check this out. I'm
2: so well. I mean, we, we had a little bit of inkling because you know Winston Duke, who was in Baku mm-hmm. on uh, Black Panther, and you know I'm am a fan of his because he was a great character in um in Black Panther, what? and oh. so and I knew that you know the you know basically white Batman fans were like mad about him being Batman, even just the voice of Batman. I'm just like whatever. I'm interested, and but I, what I didn't know is the other. Like casting characters. I didn't know Lance Reddick was in this at all. And mm-hmm. I was just like, Dude, whoa, like, when like,
3: he's like up there with like Morgan Freeman and like, um, oh God, what's the name of who's, who did the most voice of Darth Vader?
2: Oh, Jesus Christ. James Old Jones. James Old Jones. Yeah.
3: yeah his his <laughs> voice is up there with those guys. Yeah, like, it, it's, it's deep, it's fucking like, yes, yeah, it's like, it's an, it's an iconic voice. And when he started talking, I was like, oh shit, this is, they got some. Some good casting in here but uh yeah the, the casting is amazing and there's uh there's one cast member who plays the voice of vicky bell as i was listening i was like this voice sounds too goddamn familiar like who the fuck is this so i looked her up i was like oh shit it's Aloy from fucking horizon zero dawn <laughs> is that actually Bir- it's, it's Ashley birch. Birch. Yeah, it is actually birch, birch. Is what I said, yeah yeah. Birch. yeah yeah she plays Aloy, and, and i was like oh shit that's that's like it it was it was it, it, was, it like the voice is iconic. It's because I'm playing the game, so goddamn much. I was like, "Oh, this sounds so goddamn familiar," but oh, I was kind of cool. It's kind of cool to hear her in something else instead of playing Alloy. But uh, what's what's your take on the on the whole podcast so far?
2: Oh, did you have you listened?
3: You muted. No, okay. I didn't. Yeah, I know because
2: I'm. I, I have nothing
1: to say. I haven't listened to this. I don't have Spotify. Oh, so I, was just, I, was, I just
2: wanted to hear what you guys had to say. It's so fucking free. Here. So just download you Spotify. Know. Prodigy, have you listened yet? Are, are you on not, it?
0: not yet. It's
2: definitely on my it, list. Okay. So They're short too. Yeah, it looks great. Yeah, so I'll Every give,
3: episode's only about 30 minutes. So yeah. it's a quick. Right now, there's four episodes and you, it, you can power through them.
2: Every Tuesday, it's going to drop two episodes. So I'll give a spoiler free, I guess, review of what I think of the show. Um, I'll, I'll call it a show because it's basically a goddamn show. At this point in time, so it, this is definitely an original take on on Batman. Okay, we the first five minutes you're gonna be like, "What the fuck is going on?" Like this yeah. is not what I'm used to. Like listening to Batman and just in audiobooks in general. Like it is like it's gory, but it's weird to say because when I say it's gory and you're like, "Somebody's just talking," it's not that it's just they're talking. There's really good sound effects. Okay, <laughs> so when people are doing stuff, it's just like this sounds really fucking disgusting. And there's they, they curse. Um, it's 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 mature. Like I think it's rated MA, isn't it? Oh, I would sure say yeah,
3: because there's there's a lot of cursing.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of cursing, a lot of just like foulness and just gore, and it's just it. There's a lot of really messed up situations, and it's episodic. In like some of the episodes, there's like really interesting like end of the episode. You're like, what the fuck? Like on the end of episode three, I'm not gonna give anything in the way. We're just like, oh shit! Like this person knows something that I didn't know that they knew, and it just kind of changes like your whole perspective a little thing. Same thing with episode two. Then is episode two because the first episode you're just like, what the fuck is going on? Like I don't understand what is yeah. going on right now. <laughs> like what universe <laughs> is this you? in? Who the fuck is this person? Like it's supposed to be it's Bruce Wayne, but like what is going on? And there's other characters that get introduced in the episode one, and you're just like, I don't know, like where this is in the DC universe at all. And I still don't know, but it's fucking awesome. So, uh, I hope that I, I give this, honestly, this podcast is a 10 out of 10 easily for me right now. The, the story content, the amount of production that's going into every single episode has been fantastic. I don't, I have no idea like where the fuck they're going with any of this. Actually at the end of episode four, I kind of do, but not really. Um, it, it it's very much a surprise. It's not like what anybody's used to with like with with Batman. And you'll see, like after the first episode, you're just like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. So, anybody that is interested, if you're a Batman fan or a comic fan or even like a book fan or a podcast fan, this is barely a fucking podcast. It's basically a long ass audiobook that's really well produced. So, check it out. My highest recommendation. I hope you enjoy it. If you don't, I don't know. Go fuck yourself. So
3: yeah, yeah. I, I can't. Okay. I was. I was going to. I was, gonna, I was gonna agree. Like what what uh Carl said. Like the production value for this is amazing. Like the first two episodes, I was I was confused as fuck. I was like, <laughs> yeah, what, what what universe are we fucking in? Because I am confused as hell. But they there's an episode of uh the Batman animated series where they kind of I kind of have an idea what's going on, and Batman animated series kind of did something similar. Yeah, but. I'm I'm a little I'm a little bit like iffy on like exactly what's going on, but like, it's it's very it's very fucking interesting. Like it's the the production is so fucking good. Like I'm not I feel I'm listening to it, but I'm watching it. Like I can see like everything happening in my head, and like, well, how Cronus had mentioned how like you know it's it gets, it's kind of fucking gory. Like holy shit! Like yes, like there's the sound effects. It's like especially if you're wearing headphones. If you're wearing headphones, that sound yeah. is like in your. Like I had to pause it because. I was not ready for what the fuck was about to happen.
2: Let me let me give you just Wait. one thing that's really cool about the production value of this. This hopefully it'll sell you on this. But there's like a part of this is something that you can't you can probably read it, but not really. There's a part in the show in the in, in the show where you're listening and Alfred is going to go down to the Batcave and he starts playing on the piano or he starts walking somewhere. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm gonna go, it's <laughs> like we're gonna go down to he doesn't even say where it is. And he starts playing the piano. And in my head, I'm like, I know he's playing the piano to open up the mm-hmm. fucking secret passage to the Batcave. And then when he goes in there, like, you can hear them walking into the Batcave and the fucking bats and the computers and all this shit, like, booting up. And he's just like, it, it's all painted in your brain because you know, as a Batman fan, what the fuck is going on. Even if you weren't a Batman fan, you would, you, you would just assume in your brain he's doing these things to go into, like, a secret spot. And it's like, it's so well done
3: yeah and what's kind of great too is that like they're going down there for a reason and they're and they're like out for taking some people down there and like one of the people start talking about like what's in there and like you're instantly like bam 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 but then like this person made like a joke and, and like i was like oh shit like how come i never even thought about that because you know how like batman has like the, the giant fucking penny is yeah. inside the bat cave and this this person was like oh is that because your 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 Albert Pennyworth. I was like, holy shit! That, yeah. shot, I was fucking <laughs> off. that joke was so fucking funny. I'm sitting at work, just cracking up. And it was such it was such a dumb. It, that's that something was like Batman and Superman, mom being Martha. Like it's something oh, like yeah. I should have noticed from the fucking go But this is the basic lines on my plate right now. But uh, overall, it's the series is great. And I just want to give a shout out to oh, not a shout out, but um, Sam Whitmer. He's in this too, so if you don't know the name is, he plays uh, the Star Killer. He's Star Killer, and uh, yeah, the Apprentice in uh, Star Wars. He also is in uh, Smallville. He plays fucking um, Dark uh, Doomsday in that for some weird reason, but yeah. Oh,
1: he's, he's in Supergirl. He's uh, was it the Patriot guy or whatever? He was. Oh, old, yeah, that's right. He's, uh, he's he plays... the, the, not Doctor Liberty. He's uh something Liberty, but he's still in Star Wars. So pretty much every video game, both mobile and console, the voice of Darth Maul is Sam Witwer, and he also does the voice of the
2: Emperor. You guys are tripping. He was originally in Battlestar Galactica.
1: <laughs> yes, he is in Battlestar, but he's also in others. He's in a bunch of stuff. He's Good a cool story. cat. He's very active on uh, Twitter. he he's also a twi- uh, Twitch streamer. He has like oh, a shit ton so... of followers. He's a pretty, he's a pretty decent gamer. So. He's a cool guy, cool ass dude.
0: Sticking sticking with Gotham, Gotham Knights dropped an extended gameplay trailer.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, (sighs) Well, yeah, blue's blue's grimacing. Let's let's get into this. What 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 do you think, Blue?
3: Well, I don't know what it is. There's something about this game that's just not (laughs) feeling like even even when they first. I think if you go back in the (laughs) podcast, I always bring this up. Like, there's something off about this game. I, I don't know if it's Maybe it's the frame rate or, like, the animation style or the fact that Batman isn't in it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Batman's not in it. <laughs> yeah, Batman's not in it. No, there's something, like, I don't know, like, it just seems... I don't know, this, it's just... It's not up there with the tier of, like, the Arkham games, and I think that's what I'm expecting, but... I don't well, know, just... That's something, something doesn't seem right with the game.
2: Uh, well, hold on. So I will sort of mirror your sentiment only because of the fighting styles between like the two characters that they showed were vastly different from Batman vastly different. So when they showed uh you know, Nightwing Dick Grayson, he was women acrobatic. And like the way he's moving around was not like Batman. And so that is very, th- that's sort of off-putting um, if you're a Batman fan, but it's not a Batman game. So that's one thing. And then when they had Red Red Hood on the scene, honestly, I wasn't really interested in Red Hood until he went until he went fucking full gun cotta. I was like, holy shit. This is like, basically you're playing equilibrium equilibrium. I was yeah. like, dude, this is amazing. Like, let's just keep this going. I just want to play red hood the whole time. I have no idea like how the other, you know, two characters are going <coughs> to play, but red hood, I'm all in. <laughs> so
0: let, let me just say this. That's fucking comic accurate.
2: Yeah. I
0: mean, if you really think about it, nobody fights like back Batman. Yeah. Nobody has the exact same gadgets. And Dick Grayson, as we all fucking know, you know, been paying attention to comics for a whole lot of years, was a fucking acrobat. He was yeah. with the, the Flying Graysons. I mean, like, he is an acrobatic motherfucker. And so when you get him as oh, oh there you lose them? Yep,
3: he's yep. frozen. You know what? You know He'll what's come interesting back. is that Dick Grayson has been more Nightwing than he's been Robin. At this yeah. point, yeah, mm-hmm. but so is Red right Hood. Oh, yeah. prodigy,
2: you froze for a while, man. Oh Yeah, really?
3: yeah. yeah you okay. I think you said it was about Dick Grayson in the comics. Okay. Yeah, I was I was just trying to say that this
0: Dick Grayson is acrobatic and this it's super comic accurate and I appreciate that. And then I was gonna say for Red Hood, that motherfucker is like really grizzly with it in people. terms of
1: hmm?
2: He I said he shoots people. And he was like really yeah. big and yoked. I, that's one thing that I wasn't expecting.
1: He is big. He looks bigger than Dick Grayson. Way He's like bigger. super fucking yeah. yoked. But I mean, if you look, if you watch his gameplay, he's very up close and physical. Like, he does that move where he, like, does a chokehold, kind of pulls, puts someone in the hostage. He puts the gun to the head, but it's like a fake-out. He shoots everybody else, and then he puts, like, a grenade on the back of them, and you can shoot the grenade, and
2: it does an area effect, and blows up everyone around him. So I'm like, oh, that's actually pretty awesome. Honestly, I think that's what's off. I think this is one thing that was off for me and probably most people. If you're used to playing the that Batman slash, this goes back to like Jesus. Um, what was that game? It was like the Sands of Time. Oh, well, uh, the Prince of Persia. Prince of Persia. That's that. That is that combat style. It goes back to Prince of Persia. Back for like the PS two days. I'm pretty sure it is. Maybe PS one. PS two days. am sure. <laughs> Prince of Persia. Oh, yeah. they, they get to remake it. That's what started that whole style of like fighting. Is like the whole like three dimensional like, fighting style, like, going back and forth between opponents, that was Prince of Persia. Um, what was off to me about it is that the, the visual cues of when they were going to hit you were, like, way off in it. Yeah. And that, That's what might have been kind of weird. At least for me, that was kind of weird. But they can definitely polish that up, because I think that where they were showing, like, where the hit was going to come from, it was, like, a very small, like, white circle and, like, a fist or a foot, and they weren't, like, flashing like it was on the Arkham games, where it had, like, the... Uh, it was like blue oh, with like oh, the exclamation points out of the top. Spider, spider
3: vision, uh, the spider. Spidey sense. Yeah, cents, yeah,
2: yeah. You weren't getting that. I think that might have been throwing a lot of people off, and didn't seem like the impacts um, didn't seem I, right. But that 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 can all be well, polished because it's, well, it's not out well, yet. So, I guess one of so the I'm not problems really I polished.
3: noticed was that like when the when Dick Grayson when Nightwing would go from one opponent to the next, like yeah. there'd be a huge fucking gap between yes. the two opponents, acrobatic. and then like he would just like go onto his back once. And all of a sudden, it's like over where that person. I mean, he's acrobatic, but like, I don't just—he's—he's he's not long enough to go from like going to his back and then like. I, I just, I just, there's something weird about this I, game that I'm not feeling it.
0: I thought you. Were gonna I, I, say, I like the
3: game, but I'm not feeling it.
0: I thought you were gonna go say that he—they gave him a Fortnite glider, and they fucking. Oh, did. That, yeah. Fuck <laughs> me up too.
3: Yeah.
1: But I I think they all have it. But you're, yeah, no, it's for uh, no. fast travel. No, no, oh, no,
3: no. What no. he doesn't? No, no. Uh, he
2: there's there is a glider, but it's a different glider than than Nightwing has. Nightwing has mm. a. It's not a fast travel glider. It's just like how he gets around. Same way that um Red Hood, he has. He basically he can jump mid air. Mm.
1: So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. He does like the because he does like Salt the yeah. yeah, soul jumping or whatnot, and then like you can use vehicles. Like they show <laughs> they show Red Hood on a bike, and yeah. he like takes a, a like an ice cream truck full of baddies.
2: They said the bike you can use across all characters. Okay, oh, so
1: yeah, because yeah, everyone has a bike. Because in the very first gameplay, Batgirl and Robin they had motorcycles. Yeah, which uh, I'm wondering if like each character's motorcycle has different weapons than the other. That would be interesting. Good question.
2: Think, uh, you think Batgirl has a Vespa? <laughs> no, I'm just saying, Jesus Christ, don't come for me. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm so totally bad. Kidding. That'd be hilarious. Honestly, instead a Vespa, I've game. That'd be That's hilarious. All,
1: man. That'd be cool. Once he said that, my mind went to uh, Book of Boba Fett. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. kept talking about uh, <laughs> Vespa it's Like a whole bunch so of like, fucking you.
2: review mirrors and shit. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. Down. I
1: was like, what the fuck? Yeah. But yeah, I mean,. Uh, I've been excited for this game for a minute. I mean, apparently they dropped the current gen versions of the game. Now they're, they're they... Uh, did you oh, guys watch I'm it with sorry. the commentary? No, they what did you say? Rewind.
2: Gen. I'm sorry. What previous. did you say? Previous gen.
1: Oh, previous gen. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's not the current gen. Yeah, I'm so, so I'm on the previous gen. To me, that's the current gen. So there's only current gen for these games now, which is PC, PlayStation 5, and the Xbox Series SX. Those so instead of the previous gen, those got dropped. Um when they showed the like gameplay from like what 2020 maybe? They showed Robin and a um, Batgirl like taking on um Mr. Freeze. Yeah. And I was interested then. I was like, oh, because yeah. they show that stealth is a big part of the game, which I enjoyed in the Arkham games, but you're playing with someone else. You can play solo. But you can play with someone else. Apparently, now they're saying that you can play with four people.
2: That'd be so awesome. So I was like, holy shit. Well done so you again. can four have
1: people? the whole squad. Yeah, if you watch the video, the commentary, uh, that's what I asked for you guys to watch with, with the commentary. He says you can play up to four people. I was yeah. like, holy shit. I'm That'd like so it. down for that. So uh, they don't mention any cross-platform play, and I highly doubt that it's probably going to happen now. <laughs>
0: The only thing I'll say, though, is that sounds really fucking awesome when it comes to fighting, especially boss fights and all that other shit, but part of the Arkham games that was so fun was the puzzles and detective shit, like figuring shit out.
1: I mean, if if you were playing Lego Star Wars, you would see that certain puzzles may require two people. And That's Star Wars, you, how about Batman? Ah, uh, I mean, you can, you can oh, apply God, that man. shit to Gotham. You can apply that shit to Gotham and there's lego no, I mean, batman one and two I mean, it,
3: it can be like uh where i can't i can't, I can't think of the, the game itself but like like kind of like resident evil like two where basically when you play the game through using one character your the, the your impact on that gameplay impacts the second play through if you pay through the other character like say oh, if you take, cool like if you Re- open up a door resident evil and too. like yeah, when you when you you open up a door and you can't go through because something's blocking you, and the other person comes by and they're like, "Oh, let me, I can, I can move this item now, I can go through this door." Like, that, I think that'd be kind of cool if they did something like that. But I Wait, mean, multiplayer in the game be kind of dope. You played that huh? the remake? I played the original. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. The think, was that way.
1: I think it'd be cool because you're you're fighting a, like uh, a Talon or a, a bunch of Talons, I guess. But that's a big talent, the big deal with the shield. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they have a, a, one of those timed missions where there's bombs are hidden across Gotham. And all four of you have to get on a bike and go to different spots of Gotham and, and defuse in a certain amount of time. And it's probably just there's probably less bombs with, when there's less players and stuff like that. I think that'd be interesting. Like everyone has to work together, get to your bomb. If someone needs help, you do yours, help someone else with their bomb. I think that could be cool. The other thing I was going to say is, uh, and I haven't seen this like fully fleshed out from the trailer.
0: Obviously, it's just a trailer or, or gameplay trailer. Got to get Gotham right. Like I always say that every fucking time that there's any kind of Batman story. Um, if you get Gotham right, and even the navigation through Gotham, then it could be a fun-ass fucking game. But I'm not saying this is going to be the greatest thing ever yet. I need to see even more, and we'll you know just kind of wait and see.
3: See, mm-hmm. I'm actually watching, I'm watching a gameplay that they dropped uh, yesterday, and I th- I kind of think what the problem is, is the camera angle. It keeps rotating around the game, like the, it keeps rotating around Robin while he's fighting, so, it, like, his movement seems unnatural. That's, like, there's a scene where he's, like, fighting on his knees, but the camera's, like, going around him to go to, like, it's, it's just, it's, I'm just used to the back perspective and not kind of seeing this. It's, that's
2: just the way they were doing it for, like, you know. Yeah, I feel like that was for the trailer
3: type thing. Effect, Cause
2: like yeah.
1: when you do finishing moves in Arkham, they do the whole camera swing around what and close different. up that's, and,
3: uh... Yeah. That's cutscenes that are like I mean, not cutscenes, but in game scenes. But I don't um, this I don't know, I'm not feeling this game. I mean I wanna play the game, I'm interested, but I wouldn't be surprised this game got bad reviews.
1: I mean <sighs> this game's not out until October. So yeah. we're in May now. So there's still plenty of time, for them to tweak the game and do what they got to do.
3: All right, maybe go. it's too maybe it's too cartoony, and not like not, not cartoony because I mean, the Arkham Knight game. Arkham Knight is like a high blue. Like the it's fucking because bar.
2: there's no fucking Batman. Just admit it. Batman's not, <laughs> not right? Just, just right. admit
3: it. Was well, it's not that I'm I'm a I'm a Robin fan too or not Robin? I mean I'm I'm not, I'm not okay. Never mind. I was gonna say I'm a Robin fan, but Nightwing. There's a lot of Robins. Okay, <laughs> <we're> talk about. <laughs> No, it's This sense game that and that's what I'm watching right now, but like and Red Hood is fucking dope. He was dope in the fucking Arkham game cuz has been there. Mm-hmm. And Nightwing's in Arkham games too. And he, I think I think that's what it is. Arkham games, Nightwing is pretty fucking dope. Like his gameplay was pretty cool. Night uh Red Hood gameplay was pretty cool on the last Arkham game, but yeah, um
1: I mean, the last Arkham game people kept know. shitting on it because they hated the car. Everyone yeah. hated the car. I, I love the, the car too. Yeah. I love the car. I was shooting. I, I was car. blowing shit up in that car. And like yeah, that the car. only the only thing I didn't like were the Riddler challenges with the car. I didn't like. Those. I love. Well, I love. it was,
0: it was partly a car and it was partly a fucking tank.
1: Let's it was a tank.
0: Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: It was, but the tank was awesome. Like I was blowing up shit left and right. What I didn't like is that I didn't get to fight Deathstroke one on one. I had to blow him up in a tank. So I was like, oh, mm. right, I guess. All right, Cronus. So. You wanted to move on.
2: Yeah, did you guys do a free comic book day? I mean, I know Prodigy didn't because he apparently hates every single comic book shop in San Diego area.
0: I, I got a maybe on one. This is one a biz- might work.
2: I'm just saying, Prodigy, when to come down there? This is a business opportunity. Mm-hmm. Just saying, we we could talk. To, I already saw Eton. We're about to go into this. I didn't talk to him about yep. it though. I'm just gonna blindside him. There you went, go. Hey, <laughs> I told him that you know Prodigy couldn't find a good comic book shop, and he was like, "What?" I was like, "Yeah, like for real." Yeah,
1: we can just do uh, it. He's uh, like, "That's the way to uh. go." Oh, what? Hold on, so didn't we run comic up in the gas lamp? Isn't there one down there? Uh, there might be, but here. Oh,
0: sorry. Here's here's my thing about them. C- Kate and spoiled me. Like it's a comic shop dedicated to fucking comics. Not that it doesn't uh, sell some other shit too. It certainly does. But it's it's about the fucking comics, the way they display them, the way you know you go in there, you see the whole the whole wall and rack and everything. Every time I go into a shop down here, it's about selling fucking pop pop heads and oh, pop fucking. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's a toy shop that happens to sell a few fucking comics, and I don't know why. That's like nails on a chalkboard for me.
2: No, I mean I get it because um obviously if you look in the background there's like s- those are mm-hmm. six long boxes, but. There's literally, like, 30 short boxes, like, drawer boxes, yep. like, right over there. So, um, yeah, like, I, I can totally understand that. But, you know, Free Comic Book Day was over the past weekend. Um, did any of you guys go and do the thing? No. No? I did not. But I saw people lined
1: up for, like, hours.
2: Yeah, so definitely, I mean, like, next year, if you guys get a chance to, like, do a Free Comic Book Day, just, just go do it. You can grab some free comics, and then hopefully... Don't just grab free comics. Like go and like buy some shit too. Like that'd be cool, you know. To I've been um, hit by. support. I'm not judging you. I'm just saying, in people <laughs> in general, like, you know, like support your local comic shop. If, if you want to get into comics, like, if you're not into comics, then you know, just ignore everything I'm going to say. But um, well, if, if if you're into books, I mean, they have some graphic novels that are pretty good. Yes. And yes. usually Too as an adult, that's the best way to go. If you're like, I don't want to grab the individual comics just and just grab the fucking. A, a graphic novel uh, not graphic novel I'm sorry a trade a trade paperback, or graphic novel those are like a little bit different they're kind of like trades but you know they're a little bit more adult orientated but so I went uh, to, to two comic shops I went toward I went to my normal comic shop which is the comic shop in San Leandro um, and I picked up a bunch of comics so I, didn't, I haven't read any of them yet because I'm reading still going through like my normal shit but I picked up quite a few like comics from you know these are all free like Y'all are looking. I don't know how many it is, but it's it's plenty of comics that are free. I took uh, my youngest daughter, she's five, to go. Um, she picked up some comics too. We had fun. Then I went to Cape and Cowell to go see Eton. I wanted to see the new, sh- the expanded shop. Um, and it was cool, like to see, because I, I, I assume that they, if you walk into Cape and Cowell Comics, I assume that they expanded to like the right of the shop, but they didn't. It was like deeper in the shop. So I was like, that's interesting. (laughs) So I was like, it was really cool. I think I I picked up a couple of things. I picked up probably a few things for my daughter, but the thing I got for me was a bitter root. So I haven't read any of this. Mm -hmm. And so I decided. Oh, wow. Yeah. You're in for a
0: fucking treat.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So I picked up the first one of that. Um, And then I also picked up, um, I got another trade. I think uh, it was something for, um, for Riley. And then I got her a, a pop vinyl. So yeah, and then I got to get a got to see Eton and like hang out for for a second.
0: This is no spoiler at all, but Bitter Root is going to become, I think, a HBO show or I Netflix, that. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, and it's basically Harlem Renaissance Ghostbusters.
2: Nice. Yeah. So so I definitely wanna, you know, read at least the first one. And then I got what was it? Um something about the children. The killing the children. Something about the children. Mm-hmm. I can't remember now. Something's, something's killing the children. A couple okay. of weeks ago, um, fucking kids. <laughs> it's all bad. This is another one. that got like he has like pretty high reviews. I haven't, I haven't read it yet, though. I'm probably gonna read it the next like week or two.
0: Well, that's an Eisner Award winner. Look yeah, at that little sticker.
2: I think uh, so. Is Bitter Root? Is it Eisner or? Yes, it's a continuing series winner from last two years ago.
0: Yeah, that shit was that shit is hot. I love that
2: yeah. one. So yeah, good. if you um support your local comic shops if they're not shitty.
3: It's is <laughs> only one day out, one day out of the year or is there like multiple instances I of think, uh day I think Annual. It's, the, it's
2: the first is it the first or second? I'm pretty sure it's the first. Saturday. Saturday in May, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm pretty check, sure that's Yeah, first Saturday Jesus Christ, right fucking here. What's ridiculous? Right on the bag. Let me show you the ridiculous part. It's like literally that bag that I showed you. This bag is full of those bags. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh.
3: Holy! Uh-huh. Well, what's what's kind of cool? It's like uh, a lot of the comic book shop. Like, yeah, if you get there early, you get comic books. Like, they usually have a lot that lasts out through the day. So, like, you know, if you if you have to work that day or you need to go to church for some reason, <laughs> reason. You can still make it out, but yeah first second first Saturday of may right and also honestly if if you're like a working class person
2: and you you know you work you know five days a week and you can't or if you work on at least a Wednesday or a Saturday or whatever, and you can't pick up your you know free comic book day comics, if you already are a subscriber of comic books, you can probably just ask them, hey, can you just put in like you can ask them like what do you have for free comic book mm. Day and they'll just pick them out and they'll put them in your fucking your drawer or whatever your box and you're fine because like, I got some I got one of mine early for my daughter so because it was like sure. a it was like a cool thing with uh, Spider Man you could draw in and shit like that so it's like yeah let's get that one and so she can have some fun with it
0: is she liking is she liking comics so far I mean she's five she uh, into-
2: she's a uh, little hot and cold with them because she doesn't because mm. she gets them but she wants to like try because she, she can read some stuff kind of actually mm-hmm. sort of quite a bit but you know when it comes to like comic books like she probably needs me to read to them, read mm-hmm. them to her but she also sees the pictures she's like she just wants to see the pictures so uh, did think, she I
1: was going to say did you pick up the My Little Pony comics for her cuz there there was one and there was a crossover with Transformers
2: yeah i think i got one and then i got her like a, a lanyard for my little pony she's like what's this for and i was like what's a lanyard for and you go to it's a convention she's like what's a convention and i was like you've been to like two of them but you were, a <laughs> so, yeah. I'm, I'm just I amazed
0: the bronies didn't pick up all of the copies of them, man. You know, they, they they go hard.
2: Well, what a good comic shop will do. This is how you know a good comic shop. When they when somebody comes in is like, "Can I get five of this comic that just came out that day?" And they're like, "No, you can get one. Think you can buy? Yeah. All right." A bad comic yep. shop be like, "Okay, yeah, just take whatever you want." And then all of a sudden they're fucking sold out. You can't get shit.
3: Yep. Yeah. Yep. I remember I gave your your oldest daughter my gym comics because. Y'all guys sleep on that comic. That comment was fucking great. <laughs> I wonder if I, I yeah, should up and see if she ever got some freedom. I don't know. Dude, nobody saw that movie. The, the comic was totally separate from the movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know, I All talk right. about that shit on podcast and every fucking comic book thing we do. I'm like, yeah, Jim, that's a great fucking comic. I, I want somebody to at least stand up and be like, hey, yo, Blue, you're right, man. Jim was a great fucking comic.
0: You know who it's going to be? It's going to be that same oh, woman from Fanimate yeah. that's going to fucking throw a chair at your black ass. That's yeah, she'll
1: throw the chair after she congratulates congratu- What did he
2: keep saying wrong? What did I kept saying, I keep kept saying, saying almighty. almighty. that's I what kept it saying.
3: Was. Yeah, I kept saying my, almighty when the name was just mighty. I I think almighty. Think if, if, she,
2: if she had a gun, she might have shot you. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, my uh, my uh, favorite
0: so. thing about that, though, is she warned Blue twice and she yeah. was just like, say it again. Say <laughs> fucking triple dog dare you! I will fucking end this fucking panel right
1: now.
3: <laughs> I was, I was, I was, was kind of scared yeah, for my life. I was waiting well. for somebody to say, "Get your head out my pocket." I was like, "Shit, I just gotta go." <laughs> all
1: bad. And the room was packed too. It was yeah. packed. It was a packed room. So no, it would've been all bad. You know seen.
3: something? Uh, cool thing with my son. You uh, know he knows how to say Batman, which is fucking proud oh, dad awesome. moment. Yeah, like yesterday. Uh, no, actually, today he was wearing Batman's like gear, and yeah, yeah, yeah. He knows how to say Batman. I mean, he doesn't say like you can. It's clear as day he's saying Batman, but like he announced that he like mumbles the word Batman. I'm like, okay, that he's, uh, he's saying Batman. That's
2: amazing. Blue. <laughs> no, it's it's not amazing because I mean, you're blue and you're you have a Batman shirt on right now. I mean, Jesus <laughs> yeah. Christ.
3: But I got, I got Spider-Man and Bemo behind me. That is true. <laughs> and And uh, is that Yakko behind you, too? Wacko. 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 Yeah. That dude. Yeah. Uh, what were we talking about?
2: I want to talk oh. about something else, but I think we're trying to wrap it up. I'll come I, I definitely, There's another thing I want to put on to Roe vs. Wade, but we started kind of well, late, so we can, if you want yeah. to, we can wrap it up. Uh, mm-hmm. Damn. I, I was hoping within the
1: last like squeeze, we can squeeze in some Doctor Strange, because I know that you oh, saw this. Do you think you can uh, do a non-spoilery? I mean the movie's relatively new. How no, did no, not. Oh, you I didn't saw see it? No, he hasn't. Did you see it?
2: Oh Jesus. No, I nope. saw it Monday night. Uh Blue didn't see it either?
3: No, I haven't seen it. I'm not I'm not okay. yet. Okay.
2: So my thoughts are, um First of all, I'm really surprised that it wasn't rated R. Like it's mm-hmm. like really skirting the line. Mm-hmm. Um second, it has Hands down, the most fucked up deaths in the entire MCU. Mm-hmm. Easily the most <laughs> fucked up deaths. I was like, dude, how is mind. this in an MCU movie? Because like people, <laughs> I was like, Bro. people get fucked up, and they and they died like <laughs> I don't even know how. How can I put this? They died, died very badly, like uh, like Speed Racer. Did you go back and watch old Speed Racer? When somebody dies, they don't come back. Mm. <laughs> they ain't coming back in this fucking in this shit.
3: Oh yeah. Like like fucking Naruto. Like when you die in yeah, Naruto, like you ain't coming back. You ain't coming back. Yeah, yeah they're like, not bouncing back. That. is gone. oh
2: boy. I was like I was watching parts of it. I was like, "Did they just okay? They did. <laughs> All right. Yep. Like, they ain't coming back." <laughs> so, um, it is definitely it's not the best MCU movie, but it is definitely the most gory, the most scary, and the most the most horror in an MCU movie. So yeah, I, I definitely in, I enjoyed it. Like both, both me and k Um, it was kind of like a surprise yep. to me. Cause I was, uh, I was thinking about going to go see my old, uh, jujitsu like crew, like watching a UFC fight. And she was like, Oh, do you want to, uh, do a date night? And I was like, yes. So I wanted to go watch a movie. So I was like, all right, let's, let's go. So our first time watching a movie that I didn't literally rent the entire theater out to go watch a movie. And, Mm-hmm. and uh it was pretty cool like it wasn't wasn't totally packed um it was nice because apparently now you can when you go and do a movie I like i think it's like century or wherever we went but anyway you can order your food and all that shit and your drinks mm-hmm. before you go to the theater and they have it ready for you and you just pick it up and you pay for it all you just pick it up and you just go into your seats and they're all assigned seats so that's it's cool. it's like it's like the middle east now because the back when i was you know in the middle east that's what was- you could do too
3: I thought it was in Japan as well. You yeah, like can order be. food straight from your seat. Yeah,
2: and You can get it delivered to your seat. If you want to just sit down, have them deliver it to you, they can do that. So, yeah. Uh,
1: I concur with pretty much everything you said. Uh, I will add, because I think you had the same sentiment as I did. Uh, this is definitely not for children, I would say seven and under. Because this could potentially mess them up. They probably won't sleep very well for a week because they do some legit mess. There's a lot of creature effects, and some of these things could terrify small children. If you have kids that are probably eight and nine, I mean, you, you know your kids better than anyone else. Use your own discretion. I don't know what you're doing at home, but I would say for most kids that are probably seven and under, this is not a good idea, especially if they're watching like just the cartoons and they're like, hey, you guys like Marvel? Let's go see Doctor Strange. They may come back a little messed up. There's some pretty. Oh. There's a lot of death. There's a lot of death. And there's gore and, and a bunch of monsters. <laughs> there's a. <laughs> to, be, I, to be real,
3: I IGN has a, a um, an article that states that uh, Doctor Strange Two uh, should have been rated R. <laughs> it could have been. <laughs> you're not, so you're not this, the only one. If
1: you're a fan of, if you follow Sam Raimi, who did the original Spider-Man back in the early 2000s. He also did another superhero movies, a set of movies in the nineties called dark man um, there. And he's done evil dead. He does his classic syndicator stuff. Not surprising. Yeah. yeah there's
2: somebody. Yeah. So,
1: but yeah. I'm pretty <laughs> sure he, I'm pretty sure he filmed like with a lot more guts and gore and they just edited down to make it PG 13. Cause there's, there's, you know, there's not a whole lot of blood. But there's a decent amount and and there could have been more. And I'm just like, you can tell that he put like guts and shit everywhere and they just like kind of trim it down a bit. Um oh, I just I didn't actually I tried to temper my expectations because I had no idea which way this movie was gonna go. And I was like, Holy shit, this did not go anywhere near the way I was expecting at all. I was like, Holy shit, I did not expect that at all. I'm, but I was so- I was Entertained by the show. Go
2: ahead. I want to put one thing out there. I think the MCU hates the Inhumans. <laughs> oh. I'm just saying. <laughs> that show's they, fucking garbage. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Just, just, just be on the show, they just hate the whole, oh. the entire concept of the Inhumans. They hate them with a passion. So I think that's, I the, think reason they... why, I think that's the reason why they had uh, Miss Marvel basically not being Inhuman. She has like crazy different powers, which is, I mm. mean, honestly, well, as I'm thinking about it, it's okay because she's, she's kind of like, um, you know mr fantastic read yeah Yeah. but i i'm wholeheartedly think that they just hate the inhumans like the whole concept yeah for
3: for sure because like with um with ages of shields they like like for example uh what's her girl's name quake uh yeah quake like her mom is I like like they touch on them being inhumans. Like they're a of people who blah, blah, blah. And like they talk about like there's people on the moon and stuff like that in, in mm-hmm. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. But they never really got into it. Like never say like inhumans. They never call them inhumans. They call them something else. Yeah. But like know, once the inhuman show dropped, not in, they never used the word inhumans in, in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. They call them something yes, else.
1: They, yes, they do. They call them inhumans. They I'm stopped gonna... calling them inhumans after the show like tanked. I'm just saying. but They they definitely call them Inhumans, especially when they meet um, Yo-Yo because she's trying to deal with her powers. And Quake is like, I'm an Inhuman too. I can help you with your powers. And then the other Hispanic guy, um, she talks about helping him because he had no control over his powers. And then they have that whole season about the Kree
2: (laughs) when they go into the future. So I'm just saying, that movie has... The most disrespectful deaths in the MCU. I mean, it's it, it is worse than the Hulk getting his ass beat back into <laughs> fucking Bruce Banner. Mm-hmm. It's worse well, than that. It's
1: more disrespectful. Oh, and then, and there's more than one. That's a thing. It's not just that. There's like multiple people get fucking handed, yeah. and then they get ended. I'm like, God, dang that they did that all bad like you it's like Cronus said they're not they're not coming back you're not coming back from that <laughs> you're no. ain't coming back no. you were done and then like there's a lot of stuff that's pulled from current Marvel properties that are in the film like you don't need to see them but it would definitely help, help explain a lot of stuff at least one of them in particular will help you understand at least the beginning of the film I mean it's not necessary like I said it's not necessary but it will definitely help with um, the drive of certain characters or whatnot. But I, I really like Sam Raimi. I like the way he did. I feel like he did have kind of a misstep with one of the characters. I mean, I think it's mainly because there's a lot of characters in this fucking film. And it kind of gets away from Strange because he's supposed to be the central part. And when they put one character aside, it snaps back to Strange and his dealings and stuff and we find out more about him there's actually shit that they didn't bring up at all in this first film we found Um, out in this one so i
0: wasn't i wasn't necessarily in a rush with this one i'm still kind of on the fence of whether i'll see it here's the thing and if you rewind the tape i guess it was like five six years ago i didn't really love the first one for doctor strange it was an okay one it just I saw it like once. I never went back to it. I just
1: didn't really feel it all that You much. didn't go back to the first Doctor Strange. It's actually pretty fucking good.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm the same. I, it was just okay. I've only seen it once. And sweetie, she loved
1: it, but it yeah, just... I, thought it, I thought it was good. I wasn't, a, I mean, I know D- Dormammu. I'm not a huge fan of Dormammu, but Strange himself, he had a good come up. And then this one kind of continues on even after the facts of all the shit that happened in MCU which is addressed. There's also a lot of shit that fans may have complained about. They address that in the film as well.
2: So yeah, there's like when they like when they reveal like who the villain is and like the motivations of the villain, I was like this has a lot of holes in it. And then like at mm-hmm. the end of the movie it's like, "Oh, these are the holes." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thank you." So yeah. yeah. And
1: I, I think some of the holes are also filled in by other MCU properties that if you had seen them, you would be like, Oh, I know about this. Oh, I recognize that character. Oh, this makes more sense now because either their story continues in this or it ends
2: in this movie. Yeah. So well, and it also um this this movie sets up actually in the movie, it has one of the best storylines of Marvel of all time. I'm not gonna say which one it is but you probably mm-hmm. already know from like the Fleton trailers or whatever, but literally what it leads into that. It, it cannot be page for page that storyline because of mm-hmm. obvious reasons that if you, you already, I don't want to give it away for anybody else, but you, you probably already know why they can't do a page for page. Um, uh, yeah. but it's still setting it up and it's still, th- it's still a decent setup for like what they have. And, um, yeah, I think it could be really enjoyable, like in the the, the next few movies. So, yeah. bro,
1: they set they literally set up a few things in this movie, both big and small. Yeah. So, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this. I, I went to see this with my cousin. He wasn't like he watched Strange like literally the day before we went, and he enjoyed this one way more than the first one. I enjoyed this because I'm a, I'm a big Sam Raimi fan, so I was a little biased but i did recognize that certain things were like okay i'm getting too much of this character i need this to snap back to strange and it does that but i felt like that's kind of a misstep where they focus on a character that's kind of it's they're literally a plot device in the mm-hmm. film and they don't do too much until way towards the end but like there's still the main focus is still strange but there's still so many fucking characters in this movie and it's, it, so, I thought it was really good. I enjoyed this a lot. Uh, like I said, uh, this should definitely have, I mean, it's PG 13, that's the parental advisory, but I'm saying small children, you should probably avoid taking them to this or watch
3: no. it before and then just fuck them kids. I saw Nightmare in the street when I was like seven, so that How kid can the... handle Dr. Strange Oh,
2: that's all bad. <laughs> I can tell you, um, Prodigy. I can tell you that they this movie did a way better job with America Chavez than that shitty ass writer did. Okay, really? Yeah, and don't get me wrong; like, she's still she's younger in this; she's she's like a teenager. Oh yeah, but they still did a better job than that shitty writer
0: did. Because okay, because all right, I'll I'll wait until eventually I'll see it.
2: Especially because like the the only thing that was annoying is because like I knew how her powers worked, and I was just like, (laughs) just do it. Like I know how it works, just just do it now. Yeah. And this, she didn't know how it worked, and I was just like, God damn it! But yeah,
1: I mean, she yeah. does it, but it takes it takes a minute to uh, realize. It's funny if you if you some of you, um, I mean, because a lot of you, a lot of our friends they have kids and they're probably watching the Marvel Rising, which is like the basically the Young Avengers on oh, Disney yeah, Plus. Yeah. Um, when you meet America Chavez, Chavez, she's like nineteen or twenty. Or, or even maybe even older. She's yeah. the oldest one in that group aside from Quake.
0: I think that cartoon started even before Disney Plus. I thought that was on the Disney it
1: Channel. It did, and they just put them all on um yeah. Disney Plus because you can tell that they merged all the stuff together. And they have like mini movies, which mm-hmm. is like a bunch of stuff that they put together. And and there's an order because it doesn't make sense if you watch it out of order. But when you meet America Chavez, because she rides a motorcycle. Yes. and she's like a mechanic in well, in the animated show so, let me just
0: say this real quick she's again. younger I,
1: than that in the movie
0: i haven't seen Doctor, the um, multiverse of madness or whatever um uh, i did like in general no way home and whatnot although there were some things were strange that kind of irked me but whatever uh but to Chronos's point from earlier in terms of the inhumans I me mean, nobody said this out loud but we all knew it like when Disney Marvel didn't have the rights to X-Men, they shit all over X-Men and over-promoted Inhumans. Like, they didn't you know, shit.
1: They had to do what they had to do to get some kind of mutant-style people in there. Too. No.
0: No. There, there, there was some shitting on of X-Men stuff. Let's be real. But no. it is what it is. And then At the same time, you talk about Fantastic Four and, and more X-Men being like up front and involved and you know I'm all I'm excited as fuck so you know maybe I will you know maybe I'll get with it
3: so my question kronos have you seen have you watched uh, the batman yet on hbo max
2: no i have not
3: have you only you have seen it um it right no, I've seen
1: no, it. no. Uh, it, i have no no the theater as far yeah, as, i saw it in the theater
3: so what do you think is better in, uh doctor into multiverse <laughs> menace or the the batman because there's a there's like there's like a bunch of memes going around looking at the IG, not the IG, the Rotten Tomato ratings.
1: Hmm. It's kind of tough. I mean, I did like the Batman, but I mean, to be honest, it was a little predictable. Even though the cinematography was great, the executioner is great because I think Matt Reeves is a very skilled director. However. I think the fun factor is more in, in Dr. Strange and like Sam Raymond is a horror director. There's a lot more creatures and shit, which kept me more, a little bit more engaged versus uh, this is what a lot of people were bitching about Batman is that he wasn't a good detective and we finally get that. And so when you do get it, if to me, it felt kind of like the Batman year one, two, and three, And pieces of it put together so i kind of i kind of knew what to expect it's just the execution was really good and with this i know what to expect from sam remy as well because we've all seen spider-man from 2003 or whatever so you know what you're gonna get he's back you know doing a marvel film but he did it his way he's a more he learned a lot of things it's been like almost 20 years since their first um spider-man is
3: actually which movie was better I know. I'm trying to decide. <laughs> I'm in one piece. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. I don't know. No, just, right now, this, the Batman has a, a rating of 85 on Rotten Tomato and Doctor Strange has a 74. And these are... Oh, the audience score or... Um... Actually, wait, let me look back because that's not the audience. Audience score is 87. And actually, they're tight. Mm-hmm. Audience score is the same for both of them. So... Yeah. yeah, so it's it's kind of tough.
1: They're just one's just darker than the other. One starts out light, kinda, and then gets very dark, very quickly. Where me? <laughs> yeah. Good shit. I'm gonna have to come Rachel. back to it because, like, yeah, cause it it starts out like MCU a little fluffy, and then like people get fucked up, like in a, in a bad way.
0: Wait, hold on, uh, old ninja. Did you like this one more than No Way Home?
1: Oh. Did I? Mm, ain't gonna answer. Goddamn
3: No, I don't think. What we, is it coming uh, to Disney Plus? Is what I want to know. Oh, uh, probably
1: not until like July. Yeah, I don't know, because uh, I I want to be fair because uh, Doctor Strange is still fresh. I just saw it like two days ago. I haven't got seen it. No Way Home since it came out.
0: Got it. All right. Can't answer. Okay, guys, yeah, should can... we wrap it all up? Yeah, we probably should. Good shit, Blue. What you got popping this week? God damn it.
3: Oh shit! Um, what am I doing this weekend? I'm not a goddamn thing. Actually, I don't have anything planned this weekend. Um, we celebrated Mother's Day yesterday. Um, I got the sweetest uh, picture frame. Uh, the daycare that our son goes to, they have they they did like a little handprint thingy. So yeah. I like put that into a picture frame for her. Blue and blue, uh, blue.
0: for those who don't
3: fucking know because oh, a lot of people don't. <laughs> The you're reason like, that you yo,
0: celebrated Mother's Day on the tenth was,
3: yeah. So the tenth, May tenth, is uh, Mexico Mother's Day. So my, since my wife is Mexican, but you're in America,
2: goddammit! it!
3: No right. <laughs> yeah, we celebrate Mother's Day on the on the tenth. It's, it's always the tenth. It's not the first Sunday or the third Sunday. I the second, it's the second Sunday of May. I think it's second Sunday. No, uh, anyway. Oh no! I just do uh, what the
2: calendar tells me. <laughs>
3: Fuck. Basically, but uh, yeah, we just celebrated Mother's Day yesterday, and so I got her a bunch of cool little things. Um, uh, so on, on actually, on Mother's Day, my uh, my wife had to work, so me and my son we went to the the botanical garden in Berkeley because I know uh, uh, Prodigy had mentioned how he went to the one in San Diego with his daughter, and I was like, I was just looking for something to do, and it came up, and I was like, oh, let me go there with my son. And it's that it was it was pretty nice, it's a cool little. Hiking area. Uh, it's not stroller friendly, so if you have a stroller, just prepare to just carry your fucking kid. Suffer, but uh, <laughs> but it was it's it's kind of cool. Uh, uh, Chronos gave me his ca- hiking backpack that he had for his daughter, so and I had that in my car, so I just had my son in I and we just walked around. He's knocked out; he fell asleep. But been. uh, it was really cool. Like it's it was really cool to to hang out in there and just like kind of walk around, get some steps in. Um, yeah, I don't nothing's going on this weekend for me. I'm still playing uh, Forbidden West. I haven't played it like in a week, but I need to get back in there and continue playing it. Um, but I I did... I've been meaning to talk about this. I, my, the sweetest has got me for my birthday. She got me the Samsung uh, Watch 4. Nice. Which, so far, I've, I've had it for like a week or so? Two weeks? Almost two weeks? And so far, I'm enjoying the watch. It's a great watch. Um, I, I upgraded from the, the Samsung neo watch which is this one here is more square body and i had this watch this watch is probably like i don't know like seven years old but it's still a great watch in my opinion but i kind of wanted to upgrade because this one has a little bit more features uh it has its own built-in gps Um, it has wi-fi um if i'm not near my phone and somebody calls my phone the call will go through wi-fi to my watch so it doesn't just use bluetooth It uses wi-fi to connect the, the the watch to my phone or yeah but uh overall I'm enjoying the watch. It's a little bit iffy on the GPS um accuracy. So like whenever I'm doing a walk sometimes it doesn't it's not very accurate of where I am my positioning. So sometimes it'll say like I'm either across the street or it's it's, a, it's not that big of a deal. At least it's it's still monitoring me, but overall I think it's really cool. They have a lot a lot of fucking watch faces, which is kind of cool, which I'm really digging. But uh overall it's it's a great watch. So if you're in interest and the one I got I got the classic there's two models. There's just a Watch 4 and there's a Watch 4 Classic. And it, really the difference between the two is that um, the Watch 4 Classic has a rotating dial. So instead of like touching the screen to like interact with it, I can just kind of spin the dial to kind of get around.
2: Yeah, you actually don't cool want up. a like a touchscreen on like if you're if you work out a lot, you don't want a touch screen on your watch for like your smartwatch. Yeah.
3: So. But one cool thing is this watch has this thing called the water mode. But basically it's like say if you're swimming with the watch, you hit the water mode and it keeps it. So if you're if you ever going into the ocean with a phone, like say if you have like a like a plastic bag to protect it or whatever, the water is electrified so the the screen takes anything that touches it as a sense of something touching it. So it will start randomly clicking on things. So it has this thing called water mode where it kind of locks the screen. But what's also cool is that like when you turn water mode off, it assumes that you're in water. So it starts playing like this creepy I think it's a creepy sound. but it plays this creepy sound, it sounds like something from like Nightmare M Street. But it, it's supposed to get like the water out of the, the speakers or from the microphone. Uh let me see if I can play it real quick. Hopefully it's not it's not a copyrighted sound. But uh this is what it this oh, is it what it is. sounds I'm like when you us. when you turn it off. I can't hear shit. It sounds like nightmare and m street. <laughs> it's like do, do, Yeah, do, I definitely do, can't, do, can't hear it okay okay you got the in here but yeah it's like not like very interesting every time I, I turn it off i'm like I gotta look around make sure fucking freddy cougar isn't around me but uh, overall it's a great fucking watch but yeah that's, uh, that's it for me also i'm i'm kind of debating about going to fanime i've had a few people hit me up oh that's right to do, uh, do a, a photo shoot dude you better um, keep the...
0: your head on a fucking swivel she's still out there looking for your ass man <laughs> <laughs>
3: You him, man. That's probably, She's probably one of those ones that are looking for me. She's like, yeah. you know, I'm going to book this guy and just fuck him up. <laughs> she's like, I heard you I heard you gain weight.
2: You 200 pounds yet? She's got a baseball bat just fucking in her hand.
3: <laughs> oh. like, it's ready to go.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's an old-ass joke, by the way, from the podcast. Mm-hmm.
3: she you listened for a long time.
0: Hell yeah. You better buy that woman a beer if you see her.
3: <laughs> if she came out to her it's like, hey, motherfuckers, is it all-might or almighty? I'm like, all-might? Yeah. <laughs> right. <It's> like... <laughs> oh, man. All
2: right. Cronus, what you got? Alright, it's uh T minus two weeks before uh before we move. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we got a lot of stuff big to do. Payback. Um so lots of stuff to pack still. It's all good. But you know what I'm gonna do tomorrow? I'm gonna go to the fucking float chamber again. That's right, I'm gonna fucking blow more time off and fucking go see the other side of the universe. I'm just saying. <laughs> um yes, yeah, so I'm doing hurt. the sensory deprivation flotation chamber tomorrow i haven't done it in like years because of covid obviously and other things i've just been busy so yeah I'm really looking do you trying to make it do the thing okay you still can't hear it no but you did a good job at in interrupting me so it's all good. <laughs> mission accomplished um yeah um <laughs> looking forward to to you know doing the first part of the move um and getting down closer to uh to prodigy and my brother i'll be living with my brother for hopefully no longer than a month and a half um, we'll see. Hopefully, it won't be much longer than that. Um, I'm gonna try to throw one party at my place <laughs> before that's we cool. move, and then get the fuck out of here. Um, apparently they're not gonna do the landscaping until we move. So oh, okay. I was hoping they would do it like now, so I'd be like, "Hey, look how cool my place is!" But they're not gonna landscape until we move. So I'm like, "All right, that's fine." Um, other than that, yeah, just just moving and you know working and shit like that. So that's all I got. Hot
0: shit. Uh, old ninja, what you got? Papa Layton
2: uh
1: first off uh shout out to stitch happy birthday uh because his birthday was this past weekend even though he's not here uh so British stitch um this weekend will be the same for me my birthday will be this weekend so I'm oh, planning shit. on going to a steakhouse here in the bay um I think it's near the water or whatnot it's a pretty expensive place pretty uh it was well recommended to me so, I'm looking forward to, you know, hanging out, taking time off of work and whatnot. And then, um, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens, how the night goes. And then uh, I'm still playing this Lego Star Wars. Feels like a freaking RPG. I've been uh, going back between that and um, No Man's Sky. Cause there's always, it feels like there's always something new and different for the most part on No Man's Sky. I think I might have reach a kind of a plateau spot, but every time I think I do, I find out there's new activities you can do or new kind of like, you know, just random stuff that you can do that can get you all kinds of crazy stuff. Um, Like I showed earlier on the cast, I picked up more comics because uh, I miss Free Comic Day, but uh, more High Republic Star Wars stuff. So I got here. I uh, some of this stuff next to me. If you're listening to the audio, you can't see this is issue 14. And fifteen of the High Republic. because so I'm behind. Nice. So these here, these coincide with the some of the current novels that are out. There'll be, I think, there's a new novel coming out in June. Uh, I gotta find a way to watch um, Star Trek: Strange New Worlds, which started last week. I think episode two is tonight. Yeah, I didn't get have a chance to watch it. I've, I was catching up on Picard, so I'm one episode behind Picard. Caught up that too. Yeah, uh the season finale I think was last week, right? And then yeah, I think yeah. yeah, I think Halo is still going. They're saying that the season finale was last week, it doesn't feel like a finale, so I'll find out maybe tonight. We'll see how that goes. So gonna try to catch at least one of those shows sometime before the end uh before the next podcast. So we'll see how that goes. That's That's it good. For me. Uh, shit. Um, for gaming, for
0: me, finally, after 234 fucking tries, I beat uh, Melania, Blade of Mikula, or whatever the fuck. Man, that bitch was fucking hard as shit. Shout out to those Hammer users that helped me uh, mm-hmm. uh, get over the fucking hump with that bitch, because I was... He's B-Boy.
1: That's you. B-Boy Frost. Mm-hmm. That's true. People,
0: people helped me die a bunch on her, but um, <laughs> it was some randoms, randoms that helped me. So I got like three more trophies, and then I should be all done with that one. Finally, um, a real quick shout out to, and I'm gonna butcher this name, so feel free to interrupt me if I got it wrong. Nakuti Gapwa, is that how you say it? The no idea. I don't fucking
2: yeah. Know. Have no idea.
0: Well. He's uh an actor from uh sex education, right?
2: Oh I know exactly what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how to pronounce his <laughs> actual name though, but yeah, he's a good yeah. actor.
0: But he's he's gonna be Doctor Who. I've never really watched Doctor Who, but shout out to him, you know what I mean? Maybe I'll give it a try. Heard heard he's a good actor. Give it a shot, you know?
2: Props people, to him. Yeah, people were asking like who is this guy? I'm like, Well I know him from sex sex education, so I didn't mention oh. that he's gay in the show because mm-hmm. surprise. Yeah. But he's a good Yeah, Dude, like, <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. the, hate, the hate's going to fucking come. Oh, of course.
1: It's but, already started, I'm sure. Yeah. but oh, yeah. You
0: know, The hate came when they had a female Doctor Who a year exactly. or two ago. But it, it, hopefully he, he rises to the occasion and it'll be great for him. And then um, I did see an anime movie that was like a couple years old. I don't know how I fucking missed this, but this guy's one of my favorite fucking directors right now Makoto Shinkai. He did um, Your Name, and then he did this one that I just watched, Weathering With You. These are like almost slice-of-life anime. There's not a whole lot of ninja fighting and shit, uh, or gunplay or whatever, but um, some of the most incredible animation I've ever fucking seen in my life literally bodies Studio Ghibli, and I'm not fucking shitting you. So if you get a chance, check out Weathering With You, or his first one from 2016, which was uh, Your Name fucking incredible just from a purely artistic standpoint if you like animated movies i've never seen anything more fucking gorgeous than the way he draws basically a modern ass tokyo it looks like fucking real life in some scenes hot ass shit um i'm i'm on the fence i may sneak into dr strange i may not but I'm gonna uh, meet up with my boy James uh, and uh, my boy Christopher and some others. I'm going to Vegas on Friday. Oh, nice. What so, the fuck?
2: Because yeah. married, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. There's gonna be a bachelor oh. party over there. So. Oh, shit. oh yeah. shit! Where did we go? Cheetahs? Yeah. Or where
2: the fuck did we go? Was it Cheetahs that we kept going? Hustlers. Bachelor mm-hmm. oh, yeah. party? A times, yeah. Yeah, so trying I'm trying to, have... to
0: see all the ladies' kidneys. And, uh... No,
1: you're trying to see the lady boys. Get the old shit right. <laughs> oh, man. Well, you I am leaving to my pride. you go to for fashion Gotta be animated.
0: That's all I got, y'all. Uh, take us on out, old ninja.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: all right. You just experienced Black and the Black Times Affinity. Me? <laughs> Check
2: this <shit> <laughs> out
1: <laughs> anywhere and everywhere. With B than BTI, it's B T H A N B T I anywhere and everywhere he listens to podcasts that include Spotify y'all let you do on Spotify. Yes, we are. We're on iHeartRadio too. Everywhere you can listen to podcasts, we're there. BnBti. You can email us at bthembti at gmail.com. Uh, we're also on Amazon. There's an app that will let you know when we go live. And you can check out our official website, binheadproductions.com forward slash of There
3: you go. Peace. Yet many questions remain
1: unanswered.